0: You're about to listen to a Gaming Stooges podcast with your regularly scheduled Stooges. I'm Jack.
1: The internet calls me Cloud.
2: And I'm Landon.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's discussion, and if you do, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Twitch, or joining our Discord. Let's get on with the show!
0: howdy folks today's episode is on well you guys like dragon ball no nope. guys like playing dragon ball games pass
3: no pass. no
0: dragon ball games no all right well i guess I this podcast is over uh dragon ball is a series that's been pretty big for all of us in some form here at gaming stooges we have different you know, varying experiences. There's a lot of Dragon Ball games. Um, we're only Star- going to go over... We're only going to go over the ones that were released in North America because if I went and we, if we went through every single game that came out, period, uh, then like half of these games, you, we would not have anything to say about them because we've never played them. And also, there's already enough games that just came out over here that we could play. You know how many games came out in North America alone? Twelve. Twelve. Um,
1: at least five. 49. I win. Meaning, I which is correct. funny
0: because that means that Budokai Tenkaichi 4, tentatively named as of the time of the recording of this podcast, is uh going to be the 50th game to come out unless they sneak some other game in there first. I I don't know why they do that, but I'm pretty sure this is going to be the, like, the same answer for all of us, but we have to ask, what is your first exposure to Dragon Ball, anime or manga, but I do want to add, what is a memory that you still have, like a vivid memory from that first exposure? Jack, you can go ahead and start.
1: Um Definitely the anime. Definitely Z on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty
0: sure we all watched it through Tsunami on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Right?
1: Like so, I don't, I forget like how off, I forget how much exactly they did this, but I remember they would do Cartoon Network would have a block of like 2 hours of Dragon Ball Z. Like every night, for I forget how long they did it. I want to say it was like every summer, but I don't. It's been a long time. But I would like sit my ass down in front of the TV and glue myself and watch Dragon Ball for like two hours. Because I, I was I was pretty pretty into it. Stuff. I would not move until the two hours were done. then I would do it again the next night.
0: What's a core memory you have from watching the show during that time?
1: Um, I think the first scene I ever saw in the entire show was uh, Piccolo getting his arm cut off. And then, like, blood is seeping out of it. And I'm like, ooh, that's really cool.
2: That's fucking badass. Yeah,
1: it was.
0: Yeah. Dragon Ball was known. Dragon Ball Z, especially, was known for being very violent yeah. as a cartoon in the time at, at the time. Uh, I mean, my first obviously was exposure was through Trunami. I didn't jump in though until like kind of late into the series. I would go back and like actually experience the rest of it. But my first vivid like was like the start of the Android Saga. My first memory was seeing Future Trunks land become a super saiyan and then just completely obliterate frieza and king cold like that was the first memory i have and i was like that's so cool so like i just kept watching from there nice uh we have justin here with us so he's gonna actually be joining justin what was i mean i'm assuming you also watched on toonami right
1: justin just good answer steve good answer good answer good uh
0: landon yeah, I guess we'll come back to Justin after.
2: Oh, okay. Um, my first, um, the the first thing I really remember uh, was Gohan turning Great Ape. Hmm. Like that. That was like the first thing I remember. Is like Great Ape action. Um, I would catch it a lot of times at first when I was visiting my grandmother, uh, because we didn't really have uh, any sort of cable at home when I was growing up hmm. for a while um, so that's like uh, I remember visiting uh, my grandmother's place and like uh, Dragon Ball was something that was like on on TV at the time and I was like oh cool and then yeah uh, after that it was like uh, when I could actually get access to it um, I would I would uh, watch it Um like as far as like when gt was actually uh still airing on through toonami like i what i would do is i would um use a vcr uh and record uh like on a blink uh tape uh and just record the toonami slot and i would just watch it through that um like next day or something oh wow yeah
0: this is... That means that you jumped in a little bit later than most people, then.
2: Oh, no, no, no. this was, like, I was doing, I was watching it live as, as like, throughout that, like, the whole time, but that's, like, something I was doing all the way through GT.
0: Yeah. Oh, like oh, I, oh through GT, Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah.
2: Like, most of GT I watched, uh, just on, like, one tape, or I would do, like, uh, like I would just have it set to like record whatever the Dragon Ball time slot was. So like if it was like a mm-hmm. rerun episode, I was watching a rerun episode. But no, I, I remember when- watching the last episodes of GT uh, that way too.
1: Yeah, like when I first watched Z, it was like the it, it was this was probably like 2003 or four, and it was just like Cartoon Network doing like just going through all of the episodes mm-hmm. in order. In a two-hour block every night. Uh, do we have Justin back?
0: I heard him in the background moving some stuff around, walking back inside. Okay, you're back. It's... Okay, you're. A... Uh, please you're... A- ask answer this. Did you actually start your audacity a little while back?
3: Uh, yeah, it's still running. Oh, okay, okay,
0: perfect. That that's perfectly fine. So, uh, you're back just in time. We actually want to ask. We're assuming that your first exposure to Dragon Ball was through the anime, probably through Toonami. Uh, is that correct? And uh, and we also wanted to ask what your first, like, core memory with the series is.
3: Something uh, you really remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the most unforgettable thing is the fact that fucking Raditz got a hole through his, uh, through his whole fucking body.
0: That's a pretty good memory. Like, it's still an iconic moment.
3: <laughs> Which is cut out of Kai
0: yeah I mean they they have it but like they they did like a lot of editing we'll we'll talk about that with some of the games they follow this trend as well yeah. uh so let's go around the room and uh at least one character but up to five who would you say are your favorite characters in the dragon Ball franchise now this can be game exclusive this can be anime filler exclusive this can be whatever whichever characters you just like the most who are your favorites
2: Alright, Jack, name five Dragon (laughs) Ball characters. Um,
1: (laughs) alright. Oh, you're a Dragon Ball fan? Name five characters. Okay, so we got Shanks, (laughs) we got Usopp, we got Sonic, uh, Ash Ketchum, Ash Ketchum, uh, and Jackie Chan. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, favorite character is Piccolo. Like, I think seeing that first scene where he, like, rips his arm off and then, like, grows it back is, like, uh, that was the moment where I'm just like, this guy's cool. Like, oh, uh, I, that
0: was when, um, Imperfect Cell, like, sucked the life out of his arm, right? Yeah. And then, like, Piccolo was just like, Grr! I think so. I think, I, I might no, be misremembering, but I think no, it's
2: that's that a, his fight against, uh, First Form Cell, so, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay, maybe I was thinking you have of a other different scene. any other favorites stick out. Uh, as far as characters, uh, Krillin. Uh, I like uh, fucking uh, the androids. Uh, which ones? There's like specific. Spe- okay, specifically seventeen and eighteen. Okay. Um, yeah. but uh, Gohan. Gohan's uh, great. Uh.
0: Okay, so that's that's five. Yeah. Uh, for me, so you might be starting to see a trend with my, with a few of them, but I love Cell. He used to be my favorite character. I like Goku Black. I like Future Trunks. This is where it gets a little weird, but I like Gohan and Vegeta. Like those are like my top five.
2: What's the trend?
0: Uh, well, the trend is several of these characters are all related to the branching timelines that started within the android saga which thanks in part not even just in part thanks fully to future trunks thank you future trunks for making half of the series happen that's my that's those are, those are my fa- favorites though uh, justin i almost said landon i'm so used to only three of us being here what would you say are like up to five of your favorite characters
3: uh the first one is should be obvious because I talk about him or post about him anytime he's in the limelight. But my favorite character has always been Cooler.
0: Cooler is a good character. Yeah,
3: I like him better than Frieza. I mean, Frieza has grown on me, like especially in Super because he's gotten better, but like and smarter. But like, I don't know. Cooler just always had a level head. He was also stronger at the time, and I just think his final form is cooler, even compared to the Golden form. I still think it looks better. Um. Number two would probably other favorites. Yeah, number two would be Vegeta. I really like him. Uh, Originally, I was kind of sick of his constant, like, I guess you could say, bullying of Goku because he was always frustrated. But you know, when you really look at him, uh, his determination is actually pretty admirable. Um, I like Gohan. Uh, I'm not really a fan of what they turned him into, but I like his general character. character. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it's three.
3: Uh, f- Got three. Four has to be 18. Mostly because <laughs> her fight with uh, Vegeta was fucking funny. How Vegeta was, uh, was like so full of himself. And then she just beat the fucking shit out of him. And then I think she broke his arm, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah, she just kicked him right in the fucking Infamous arm. Infamous
0: moment. Iconic moment. Yeah. Uh, and then last one. Out of your five?
3: uh, Yeah, definitely Cell. I like Cell. I think my like for him goes from like first form and then perfect. I'm not really big on his second form.
0: Yeah, I'll, I I kind of agree with you. Like I like semi-perfect Cell, but like not as much as the other two forms.
3: Yeah, first form, it, they played up the creepy factor for him a lot because he wasn't actually really strong enough to face any of the stronger Z fighters. So he kind of had to like pick his battles.
0: Yeah. Interestingly, he wasn't even the strongest enemy when he was first introduced. Like he was weaker than 17 and 18, but we got to, we got to keep going. We have a lot to talk about. So you've got Uh, under five.
1: I remembered. uh, Okay. I, I, I had to remember like which particular moment uh, it was where I remembered Piccolo losing his arm. It was the fight with Raditz. Oh that, right! Yeah, he grows yeah. It at because at
2: the end of the fight after yeah. he kills Reddits
1: yeah yeah but he does because lose like his our, there too. yeah he just because I remember I remember starting like pretty close to the beginning of the series because I remember the entire Saiyan saga from when I was a kid so like I had to have it had to have been like earlier so sorry go the, on. yeah the, no that makes more sense and then Landon
2: all right so got? we've got we've got raging killer move Krillin. We've got <laughs> Apex of Supreme Sand Power, Super Sand 4 Goku. Uh, we've got Sand Warriors with Ultimate Power, Super Sand 4 Goku and Super Sand 4 Vegeta. Uh, Phantom Majin Sealed Within, Tapion, Rudigarn parentheses. Uh, and Radiant Potential, Khalifa.
0: I, lo- I like how you used uh, Dokon Battle pulls <laughs> for all of those. Wonderful, right
2: there. we love it. You said I could choose anything from a
3: game, so I chose. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know,
0: there, there you go. I did, you know,
3: you know, nice I, loophole. I kind of hope someone, uh, I kind of hope someone did the joke where they just picked five different forms of Goku.
2: <laughs> I, I picked Goku and Vegeta as, and one then darker. Goku again.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. So, uh, everybody who's been on who's seen this podcast at least once or twice. We have several episodes or listen to it on Spotify, you know, YouTube, wherever. We like to do a thing called Smash Your Pass. And it's just a nice quick way of of finding out who wants to talk about certain games or things during the podcast. So we're going to be going through all of the games here. And I've split them into five sections. I'll introduce each each section and then turn it over to Jack to help move us along. Uh, but basically, if you want to talk about it, or if you have played it and want to talk about it, say smash. If you have either, you no, know, not played it, or you've played maybe a little bit of it, but not really enough that you don't want to talk, like so you don't want to talk about it, you can say pass as well. It's we don't judge. Or if
1: it, it fucking sucks, say pass. No,
0: no, I'm gonna say smash on everything, even the bad games, because I want to talk about the
2: bad <laughs> games too. <laughs> Damn, so. this is where smash pass is. and piss.
0: <laughs> Guys, I want you to know. So there's 49 Dragon Ball games. I played like 35 of them, and 25 of those were be- like in the months leading up to this podcast.
1: This he podcast I su- was I, I suffered for you guys. I did a lot of
2: work. I did Cloud, some work, but he did a Cloud lot.
1: Put in more effort into preparing for this podcast than, than any any other. I've po- uh, I've seen him previous. Any than- any like gaming stooges anything previously?
2: Yeah, any gaming stooges content ever?
1: Ever. I don't know why, and I'm not. I'm not even saying that's a low. I'm not even saying the bar was low. I'm just saying no, you put I in just, a lot of I effort.
0: I did. Yeah, there's the Google Docs page that I linked Jack to so that he can like help move us along. Is uh, about 15 pages, 14 pages. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so jumping into the first section, each of these sections is about somewhere between eight and 12 games, depending. The first section is very wonky. Uh, before Dragon Ball Z Budokai came out, and we will get to that game. Uh, Dragon Ball games were not really seen over here, but there's quite a few games that came out before Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Some of those came out even here, and by some I mean like one or two, uh, before Dragon Ball Z Budokai had come out over North America, but most of them would be re-released after, some cases in this section, long after, for various reasons. So, uh... The first game that we're going to talk about is Dragon Power, and Jack, you can go ahead and take it away. There's got quite a lot of weird stuff with this one.
1: Dragon Power was first released for the Nintendo Entertainment System in 1988. Uh, it was heavily altered for its North American release with removal of all Dragon Ball references and censoring of any adult themes. Uh, it was developed by Tose, Tose Tose, Tose, Tose. software yeah. company and published by Bandai. Uh, It is technically the first Dragon Ball game released in North America, but it was edited to not be a Dragon Ball game in the West. It is a top-down action game and covers the first portion of Dragon Ball manga before moving to a unique plot that ends before the Emperor Pilaf arc.
0: So, I didn't play this. I only know of it. So, I'm going to say pass, but I mean, I know some details. It's like a Super Mario Bros. 2 USA treatment sort of thing, but in reverse.
3: Pass. Anybody else? Pass. Yeah, I'll pass. Like, I know enough about the game, but I've never touched it. I've heard it's hard. It's quite an extreme game.
1: (laughs) Uh, Next we have Dragon Ball Z Super Butoden. Uh, It was only released in North America on Nintendo Switch in 2018. Wow. It was a pre-order bonus for Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, also developed by Tosei Software Company and published by Bandai. Features 13 playable characters, and it is the first fighting game in the franchise where it are, where it was originally released, and covers the Piccolo Jr. saga of Dragon Ball through the Cell games in Dragon Ball Z. That's kind of mostly a with the,
0: mostly Mostly with the character representation, there's okay. not a lot of sto- there's not a lot of story content for it.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. I didn't
0: play it though cuz I didn't get it in time. I didn't get Dragon Ball uh Fighters in time. It wasn't a pre-order bonus. It was gifted to me.
2: I do own uh the digital release and I'm pretty sure I own uh one of the original like it,
0: was it a Famicom Super Famicom? Uh Super Famicom. I think I own the it Super was... Famicom cart. It was on, uh, yeah, it was Super Famicom originally.
2: Yeah, but, and I played a little bit of it, um, and I'm probably the only... I, I'm guessing, Justin, you didn't play it.
3: Oh, no, I didn't.
2: Okay. Um, and I'll I'll just, we can roll this into the next one, too, because I think the next one on the list is the other Super Pototin that came out. Correct. Uh, yes. The, the same way. They're very basic, like, fighters for 2D. I mean, they're fun, but they're very basic, and they have pretty limited rosters, so they're they're whatever. They hold up pretty well, though.
1: Do you want me to still read off the second yeah, game? Yeah, go go for it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Super 2. Uh, And for the record, I'm the one that's naming all of the games and talking about them, because otherwise I don't have much to say. I haven't played most of these games. Uh... Super Butoden 2 was only released in North America on Nintendo 3DS in 2015 as a pre-order bonus for Dragon Ball Z Extreme Butoden, also developed by Tose, published by Bandai. A fighting game with ooh a whopping ten playable characters and a story mode that changes based on whether the player wins or loses. Uh, notably, it was interesting. the. Interesting. O- yeah. Notably the only fighting game in the Dragon Ball franchise without Goku being available to yep. play from the beginning. What yep. the fuck? He's, an un- he's one of the two
0: unlockables. There's there's eight That's... characters to start, two unlockable, and Goku's one of them. That, oh. isn't That's
2: the so time wild. Frame, doesn't it start off around the Cell Saga?
0: Yes, actually. Uh, finish
1: up, Jack. Okay, and uh, covers Cell games and several side movies with the inclusion of Bojack, uh, Zongia, yep. did I pronounce that correctly? And Broly. And Broly.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that would be it why. covered a lot of non Goku stuff. Yeah,
2: cuz he's not So Go-
1: Goku is absent for a good portion of the the arc.
2: Yeah, he's not really I mean he's bedridden and dead. Yeah. <laughs> for like <laughs> right. For most, most of that of content, it. so.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a good thing that we're speeding through these early ones because we're going to need the time to talk about a lot of the older uh, a lot of the games coming up later, but we got another game coming up.
1: We have no 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 shit. Uh Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Battle twenty two uh, released in North America on the P- PS one in two thousand three. The fuck? This is yep, uh, good. keep going. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Was localized quickly to cash in on the Dragon Ball Z craze in North America despite only being released in nineteen ninety
0: five. It uh, was a yep. It came out in 1995 elsewhere, and then they finally released it for us in
1: 2003. That's funny. Developed by Tose and published by Atari and Infogrames, the same people that brought you Backyard Baseball. uh, Has a massive roster for the time of 27 characters, 22 of which are playable from the beginning, hence the name, with characters representing all sagas of Dragon Ball Z present, as well as some characters representing Dragon Ball.
0: I meant to. I think I meant to put. No, no, that. You know, right? Yeah, there's like OG Dragon Ball. I think. Uh, So, I'll say Smash, but like a very reluctant Smash, mostly because I played it, not because I liked it.
1: Yeah, say piss. So, uh, I'm
0: assuming this is a pass for you, Jack. Oh yeah, I've never played it, Justin. Have you played this? No. Okay, you're lucky. So I'm gonna say no so smash but i just want to put my two cents in i first played this when i was getting into a dragon ball z like the big craze you know it was sweeping around all over the place in north america and i had friends who had quite a few dragon ball games i did not have dragon ball games uh, and my family was poor so they could only afford so much and most of that went into pokemon and other nintendo games so uh they brought over one of their games was dragon ball z ultimate battle 22 it was not my first Dragon Ball game, thankfully, that I played, but it was one of the earliest, and I remember not having a fun time with it. I played it again recently, and it is still garbage. Like, the sprite work is decent, because Akira Toriyama actually like helped uh, with that, but the graphics otherwise are very dated, because it's an eight-year-old game being re-released to us. The controls are awful, uh, just largely, you know, very sluggish controls that don't respond well. And just, it's, it's, it's just, um, it's just so bland. There's nothing to do. You can either play against a computer in just random regular, you know, matches, or you can do what's called a buildup mode, which the next game that we're going to talk about also has the buildup mode is like, you can level characters up. And the only thing that that does is just like, you use those level up characters against someone else who's got their memory card inserted and is using their leveled up characters. It's it's stupid. The game has nothing to offer. Like there's so many fighting games in the series as we're gonna go over and this is literally one of the worst ones. So that's all I want to say. It, Let's move on.
2: I think it is the worst, like straight fighting game.
0: There's one game that could be argued to be worse. But it is definitely a contender. If it's not the worst, it's like second worst.
2: Yeah, no, it's, uh, Jeff. it's bad. Next uh, game.
1: Next game, Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. Uh, first released in North America in 1997 on the PS1 as a limited release and then later re-released in 2004. Uh, developed by Tose, published by Bandai and Atari. First game to officially be released as part of the Dragon Ball franchise in North America. And first Dragon Ball game to be fully rendered in 3D. Uh, despite the name, it includes characters from both Z and early GT.
0: Another one, very reluctant Smash. I will, I will talk a little bit about it. I didn't like it though. It's also just bad. Say piss. Yeah, just say piss. S- smash pass it's, or piss. Smash it's, pass. It's piss. piss. It's it's piss. All right. Uh, yeah. It's it's piss. It's this game. So like, imagine Ultimate Battle 22 but with 3D models and somehow even more sluggish and like even more unresponsive. The characters at least play a little better despite this clunky pace. It's kind of like a like a Virtua Fighter style kind of gameplay, but it really isn't good. It's like I said, it has the same modes and everything as Ultimate Battle 22, just with 3D rendered characters. That's it. Oh, also, weirdly, because this was before the Funimation dub, they have such uh, iconic roles as Steve Bloom as Goku. Hell yeah. Steve, Steve Bloom as Goku? You know, what the, the fuck? I, I, yep. Uh, does anyone else want to talk about GT Final Belt real quick?
3: Pass. I've only seen it I've never played it.
1: Again, you're lucky. Uh, let's move on to the next game, then uh dragon ball z the legendary super warriors was first released in north america on game boy color in 2002 developed by ban presto and published by infogrames Who knows
0: who ban presto is
1: it is a turn-based game using cards for attacks techniques and items oh no it's kingdom hearts coded no <laughs> uh covers all major arcs in dragon ball z and includes some extra content from future trunks timeline so what else has, what else has ben presto done
2: they make um, they're the, the super Robot Wars
0: series
1: yeah. oh okay okay
2: but Ban presto is normally like bandai's uh arm that deals with like gunpla and statues oh
1: okay i gotcha right.
2: it's it's part of bandai namco
1: God. Right. I mean, I could have figured yeah. the name, but yeah. but
2: yeah. So they they mostly do like the, f- act, the statues and figures and stuff. Like that's what they make. So it's weird so that I they played a... Ban Presto for yeah for
0: like a video game, like card based video game yeah. as well. For like not even with like like mech characters either. Just like Dragon Ball,
2: just dragon... I mean, all Dragon Ball statues. If it's it goes through Ban Presto. But yeah um as we saw in one of the most recent patreon videos i own this game
0: have you played it
2: uh a little bit but uh i played a little bit of it yeah not enough for me to want to talk about it so pass
0: uh i'll just say real quick uh it's so like they literally do exactly like kingdom hearts chain of memories is probably what jack was thinking but it's a turn-based game instead so it's not yeah, like action oriented so you have this so you have this turn yeah so you have this turn-based aspect where you can gather energy and then you can use cards to assign to a deck and those that deck will give you commands and those commands will pop up uh each turn you can spend your points that you've gathered to use on certain attacks and stuff it's a little hard to learn but i mean it's it's pretty fun it's a little challenging uh it's, it, it's very quick with how it goes through the sagas though. Like I was on like the second or third battle and they already had me against Napa. Like they didn't, like they, they just, they just fly right through everything. That's about it though. We got one last game before we move on to the second section where things start to get good though.
1: Uh, Dragon Ball Z, the collectible card game, released in North America on GBA in 2002, developed by Bandai and published by Infogrames. It is based on the Dragon Ball Z collectible card game available at the time, and it is made by Ben Oh, you put that twice.
0: I did that. I oops, My bad. Whoops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's that's all that needs to be said, though. There was a Dragon yeah. Ball Z collectible card game that came out in the early 2000s. Some might remember some cards floating around. This game is based on that, apparently. I don't know. I didn't play it. Pass.
2: Pass. I actually don't own this one. Huh. It's one of the few That's I don't
3: kinda, own right now. So It's
0: kind of surprising.
3: Yeah.
0: Is that a pass for you too, Justin? Uh,
3: I don't play far games that aren't new
0: All right. So second section is where yeah. a lot of people are going to be actually um, engaged <laughs> engaged in, in yeah. Dragon Ball game discussion. Because this is... The era of Budokai. So we got the Budokai games and as well, they didn't want to leave people who didn't have a PS2 out in the dust. So they released some games on the Game Boy Advance. We're going to go after over some of those early Game Boy Advance games as well.
1: So Jack, why don't you start us off? All right. We got Dragon Ball Z Budokai, baby, released in North America on the PS2 in 2002 and the GameCube in 2003. Developed by our good friends in Dimps and published by Infogrames and later Atari. Uh, It is first to begin the popularity of fighting games in the Dragon Ball franchise in North America. Covers the Saiyan, Frieza, and Cell games from Z. Uh, It is known for including what-if scenarios and being the first Dragon Ball game to feature the Funimation voice cast. Smash. Smash. Big Smash.
0: Yeah, I'm Even sure. if it is, Ask like... Brandon and Justin. I mean, she like, landed. it's... I mean,
1: like, by Dragon Ball Z fighting games, it's pretty bare-bones, but, like, you know... It's the first of its... It's kind of the first of its kind.
2: It's the, definitely the first Budokai. That is I most...
1: mean, the first of the good Dragon Ball fighting games. No. From what I understand.
0: That's... that's there's There's some stuff that we didn't get that were pretty good there's a lot okay. of
2: stuff that we did not get that is pretty good for the All right the 2d fighters
1: the first yeah. of good dragon ball, ball fighting games, games, games we got that we got
0: there you go there you go uh so yeah i didn't play this originally um when like it came out and when everybody was into dragon ball z I did watch a friend that owned it play a little bit of it. I thought it was pretty interesting, but I did play it recently and it has aged a bit. It's very, um, it's very, it is pretty bare bones. The story mode is, is still pretty fun though. It switches between different characters. You have different fights. Uh, the, the main sticking point with me is that they have a capsule system and this is going to be something with all the Budokai games. And the capsule system is very poorly executed in this one. Particularly with, yeah. transformations, you, with, with transformations, you have to have characters that transform have to have every level of transformation in order to get to their highest one. So, like, if you want to use Super Saiyan Goku, guess what? You need Kaioken, Kaioken times uh, three, I think, Kaioken times 20, and then you can have uh-huh. Super Saiyan. And those all have to be on the same capsule uh, mode.
2: And those, those take over sp- other skills.
0: Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They take
0: up slots that you could be putting on to actually use actual yes.
3: moves. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the transformation problem was only really a problem for Goku, because he had the absolute most.
0: I mean, yeah. Uh, with uh, Gohan, you have Super Saiyan 1 and Super Saiyan 2, and then Vegeta has Super Saiyan 1. And Super but Vegeta. most characters... Yeah, but most people well, most characters will be able to use uh the extra two, one or two slots depending for actual like other moves so they could also give themselves an edge. It is an interesting system, but I just like it more so for just the core gameplay. You have light, heavy, medium attacks. Yeah. Uh, you have, you know, different specials that you can use if you input certain chain of uh buttons. They did shortcut things a bit better when in the uh, following games though they gave you like extra ways to input the same uh special skills so that you could use them and just general overall just it feel it's a little more sluggish compared to Budokai 2 onwards so it's pretty good for what it is i mean i like the what if scenarios specifically for no other reason than it helped open up what if scenarios in other dragon ball games and now we have like really cool uh side material because of that pro being like a popular thing i
3: think the most interesting thing about the original burka is that it actually shows the giant hole in raditz's body that is true I mean,
0: yeah this this is before they started censoring the the uh the dragon ball games a little and dragon ball anime a little bit more heavily also what is with you and raditz's hole he loves raditz's <laughs> hole i like yeah, he <laughs> loves fingering that hole <laughs> <laughs> fisting that hole I was going to say, you could put a whole leg through that hole. Putting
3: his whole head through that hole. Well, it's
0: like... <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
3: After seeing an explicit detail and then just nothing when the special beam cannon goes through him, it's very jarring. Alright, well, uh, we
0: have more to talk about, though. Dragon Ball Z the other... The next games, they play the same, so let's just jump right into
1: those. Budokai 2. Uh, PS2 and O3, GameCube in O4. Uh, covers every arc of Z. Uh, notable for the Dragon World campaign mode, which uses a board game style of movement for items and fights. Uh, includes what-if characters with Gokul, Tiencha, and several forms of Super Buu with various characters absorbed. Yeah,
0: like he absorbs like Krillin and Yamcha and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Smash again? S- sure. Yeah. This one's good.
2: Um. So, for this one... I mean, the story campaign does, like only follows the story and the fact that it goes through the arcs in order. But like, all of the it content does, is like
0: it doesn't it doesn't actually follow it.
2: Yeah, you just take like just take it and shake it all up and call it good. Like
0: yeah. you, so you always have to play as Goku, but depending on the board, you'll be able to pick some additional characters. And one of those characters from literal first board of the game. Is adult Gohan, not kid Gohan, adult Gohan. So it's not really can't. They're not following the canon events of the story. They're just kind of letting you kind of relive the moments of it.
2: Yeah, it's. I think it's. I think un- it's cool though. It's unfortunate that they never went back to this like this real design of like campaign structure because yeah. it's probably one of the most unique from all of these games and. It would have been fun to have another game with, like the board game aspect. Oh,
0: yeah. There is, oops, there is one other game that at least used the board game aspect for the maps, but it's not as it's not nearly as detailed as how Budokai Two did it.
2: Yeah, Budokai 2's was awesome. I think
3: it was. I think after Budokai Two, I think they just used the traditional like Dragon Ball story system from that point onwards.
0: Yeah, for for a while. Uh, one cool thing I like about. Uh, Budokai 2 is it also did introduce um, fusion characters to the game uh, for the Budokai series because the first Budokai game didn't have any of that since it was only covering the previous stuff and it's one of the first games out here that covers like a lot of that sort of stuff so having what if characters when they also add like Goku and Tiencha like you, we'll get into it later but there's other games that utilize like fusions in a really fun way but yeah, I the main thing about Budokai 2 is, you know, Dragon World, and then they also started shortcutting certain uh, attacks, so there's some easy ways to do certain moves, like particularly the beam, uh, key blast style supers, because we had, like, these melee ones in the first game where you could just use punch and guard at the same time in order to do them, and that carries over, but in order to do something like the Kamehameha wave, you have to hit punch, 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 and then the energy attack. But now you can just use a forward and the energy attack, and it'll just use it. So it helped make uh, special attacks just a little bit easier to use in Budokai 2, I think. But otherwise, I mean, it's a good game. I like it. It's I played it when I was a kid. I thought it was great. I went back to it recently for the podcast. Still think it's a great game. I like it. Thumbs up.
1: Budokai 3? hmm Budokai 3? I'm ready to move on. Budokai 3? Released on in North America on the PS2 in 2004. You just wrote PlayStation, but I'm assuming you meant play PS2. I did, Because sorry. that is correct. You're not going to call
0: me out on all my typos, man. <laughs> He's calling you. Uh, yeah. Blasting also you.
1: Develop, also me, me, me. developed by Dems, published by Atari. Covers the arcs of Z as well as some of GT. Uh, the Dragon Universe campaign mode with an expandable world map for Sporan Earth and Namek. Explorable, excuse me. What did I say? You said expandable. Expand, Jesus Christ! expand like the world. Yeah, <laughs> explorable world map. Expand whole uh, and included side content characters such as Bardock, Cooler, and Broly.
0: Smash! Again. It's sure. the
1: best Budokai. The best it regular Budokai game.
0: It, I would argue, yeah. Like, there's. I mean, there's one other game. It's a little weird. We'll get there but uh that i would say but like this is such a good game like going back to it the uh the dragon universe mode you can like uh level up your characters and then like allocate stats to them you do still have the capsule uh mode and between budokai 2 and budokai 3 they've given you a lot of cool like just supportive skills that you can assign to capsule so it doesn't always have to be attacks you can like do something that gives you just like an attack buff is uh, after a certain point in the fight or you can get an attack buff at the start of the battle that only lasts for like a certain period and just other cool like abilities it's got the same gameplay otherwise the dragon universe is kind of like the main thing and then plus gt content and then the start of the ever-loving milking of Broly and Bardock. Jesus Christ, there's so many games oh, in this franchise that have Broly and Bardock in it. Oh there.
3: yeah, even if the game doesn't have movie characters, Broly's almost always gonna be in it.
0: He's always there! <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, we talked enough about Budokai. Budokai 3 is the best game of the three, obviously. It's... I
2: love Budokai 2. We agree.
0: I mean, I li- I prefer Budokai 2 more, to be honest. I... I- i agree with you but most people will say Budokai 3 is the best one and those people are wrong and that's okay (laughs) but uh let's move on to the next game we got a new trilogy that is not is not
1: budakai lennon's making the wendy old bag face uh we got dragon ball z the Legacy of Goku for Game Boy Advance released in North America in 2002 no. developed by Webfoot Technologies and published by Infogrames no. covers the Saiyan and Frieza arcs of Z it is an action RPG no. though the RPG elements are extremely light lost oh, of usage, oh, oh I meant to say lots That's lots me. of usage for of filler for gameplay content quest based progression system featuring only Goku as a playable character. It is notorious for its high difficulty.
2: It's notorious for being butt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, this one is, as Jack and Lana would say, a piss. I'll talk about it, but not because I liked it. This game sucks. The game is dog poopy. (laughs) So, So, like... People have, like, kind of exaggerated it a little bit, but it really isn't being exaggerated that much when, like, the heart, like, you get dropped in and you immediately have to fight these wolves that just tear you apart in three hits. Just basic wolves. Normally, I don't care if, like, Dragon Ball kind of, you know, Dragon Ball games kind of, like, uh, need you to suspend your disbelief to play them, but it's, it's egregious. Like, every new area you get to you have to grind but in order to grind you need to hit and run everything because everything will kill you extremely quickly
2: yeah you just and need to run around shooting key blasts it's at everything
0: and it's not fun no like I had to I literally had to save state certain boss fights because they take forever with just the hit and run tactics because they just have way too much HP and they do too much damage even if you grind a bunch there's certain level part uh level cap offs like soft caps will say where like the next level takes way too much experience to get to that you just can't reasonably achieve it and then when you get to the next area like the enemies are just spitting out tons more experience and then you just magically start leveling up a bunch again so like they just kind of soft cap you and the soft caps are not high enough to take care of anything the quests are also really basic like the only thing i like about this game is that they did include some like cool filler stuff like snake way and stuff like that but like other than that, like...
2: It's a just... horse shit, poopy, dumb, smelly, dumb, super smelly, dumb, 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 dumb. Game. Bad game. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's it's another bad. word for it. Bad game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything to say, Justin?
3: No, I didn't play Legacy see Goku.
1: Okay. Consider yourself lucky. We have <clears throat> The Legacy of Goku 2 no. for GBA... Released in 2003, uh, also developed by Webfoot, uh, published by Atari instead of Infogrames.
0: Yeah, it was around like late 2002, early 2003 when Atari took over the publishing rights outside of Japan. Mm -hmm. So everything that Infogrames was um, doing publishing for, like Atari just kind of took over because they're like a subsidiary.
1: Uh, It covers the cell arc of Z and adds multiple playable characters with Gohan, Piccolo, Future Trunks, and Vegeta, and unlockable Hercule, and adds more RPG elements to the game like multiple stats you can boost, and adds level gates to block progression or hold optional bonus content, and notably adds an explorable world map.
0: For some reason not in the first game,
1: which also made
0: traversing around really stupid. Uh, I like this game. I say Smash. I actually dis- I disagree with Landon on this game. See, my <laughs> issue
2: is... Um, I got to the part where you're supposed to fight the androids, uh, 19 and 20. And if you know how they work in story, you can't use key attacks on them. Oh, they suck it off. Yeah, because they heal. Um, and the only way to play the game is to use key attacks. So... Now, they alleviate That's so not this. necessarily true. I, it's 100%, 1,000% true. 100%, 1,000% of the time. Um, is the only way to play, at least, you know, what I was doing, is to use, like, key blasts and key attacks. Um, but fuck you if you want to play as Piccolo. Because he sucks. Like, he doesn't get a transformation.
0: Alright, this is a bad yeah, game. Yeah, well, I mean, he does.
2: Well, not he gets, enough at he gets that the, point. He gets,
0: he gets the he gets the he gets the Kami. Uh, he doesn't
2: get absorption. He's not a Super Saiyan when you're fighting uh, nineteen and twenty.
0: Right. So, right. So, uh, I. So, what the thing is is I like Legacy of Goku too, but there are points early on where like they basically really wanted you to play as a specific character, or else you just won't progress. Like I think it is worst. At its worst, at the point that Landon said, when you're fighting the androids because of the key absorption, um, you get Super Saiyan for uh, Vegeta. Vegeta, and Vegeta is the recommended character to play him to play that fight as because he can just smash right through him. The Super Saiyan transformation boosting his speed, making his attacks more powerful. Now. The thing that Landon was talking about with, like, the key attacks is that it's the safest way to fight enemies in all three of the games in this series. The first game, it was basically mandatory because you can't just walk up, like, you can't walk up and safely hit anything. Because they don't move, they uh, they don't recoil, they don't freeze up or anything. You don't have invincibility frames, so if they attack you while you're attacking them, you will die. Uh, Legacy of Goku 2 does alleviate this, though, if you swing at them and you hit them it'll make them recoil a bit and then you can kind of follow it up by just following them and hitting them and if you hit them into a wall they'll bounce off the wall you can kind of juggle them that way the problem with that is that the attacks did not get much easier to connect than the first game in the first game they were already hard enough to connect with your melee attacks so i mean you can do it in legacy of goku 2 but it takes a lot of practice because. It's, it's, it's so like the hitboxes can be kind of small. So the safest way to attack is key attacks. But once you get past that point, it's really fun. I think that they do have a few points that are a little too grindy. And because of that, it can make, you know, things a little bit boring, but they have some really cool parts. Like the part when uh, you have like, there's like a part where you fight cyborg Tao hidden in like a bunker. With uh, some guy whose name I can't remember. And he's like working for him. And like that's how you get one of the Dragon Balls. During a segment where you have to get all of uh, the Dragon Balls before the Cell games. So I mean they do. It's pretty fun. Uh, It is still kind of basic. Like outside of the stat system. There's no other RPG. Like stat system and level ups. uh, There's no other real RPG elements to like really talk about. I mean there's a quest system. But like it's again it's basic. So it's fun. I like it. But, I mean, I actually like the next one better. And I know some people don't agree with this, but I like the next one better.
1: Okay, I'm going to let you take over for a minute because a, there's a cricket in my room and Momo's going kind of nuts. So, All right, I'll, The next I'll be, game I'll be right was
0: Dragon Ball Z Boo's Fury, which was released in North America on Game Boy Advance in 2004. Uh, same developer, Webfoot Technologies, uh, published by Atari. Covering the Boo arc this time. You have Goten, Trunks, Gotenks, and Gogeta as playable characters, but you do lose out on Future Trunks, Piccolo, and Hercule. They're not playable anymore in this one because it follows the Boo arc, and everybody else was irrelevant, and Future Trunks wasn't in that arc. Uh, but they do add an equipment system, and they also have some like respawning enemy uh, ships that you can go fight on the world map. So you have like kind of like... Um, not, like, they're not static. I guess they're static encounters that, like, renew, refresh. Uh, so, this game is pretty much a lot like Legacy of Goku 2. I, I like it more, though, because of that equipment system. You start at, like, level 50 for most characters, and then, like, there's, like, a level requirement, so you can get more and more powerful equipment. I like, I like that, plus they also made the just general combat just a little bit more balanced. It's it's still got all the rest of the stuff though, the level gates, everything else, so if you didn't like the Legacy of Goku 2, you probably won't like Booze Fury, but I still think Booze Fury is the best out of the three just because it's way more polished and everything else.
2: Well, so. maybe one day I'll play it. i it's one of the few I don't own, so
0: Yeah. And Justin, you still you didn't play that e- that one either, right? Because you you basically you sit, didn't you like not have a Game Boy Advance like at all? So like anything Game Boy Advance, you just sat out of.
3: No, I just uh, I didn't really play the Dragon Ball games on anything that wasn't like PS two. Fair.
0: All right, uh, Jack, are you back to take over again? Yes. So the next game is a game I was alluding to when I said something earlier. Go ahead, Jack
1: dragon ball z taiketsu released on gba in 2003 uh also developed by webfoot and published by Atari. it is a fighting game with 15 characters spanning z up to the fusion arc of z as well as including broly as a playable character this is another bad every fucking game has broly is that in in the notes yes
0: not your exact words, but yeah.
2: Oh, okay. I was hoping because every fucking game has Broly was in the notes. Oh, and <laughs> no. Um, yeah, this game's also bad. Yeah, real bad. This game is
0: piss. This game is piss. This is the game I was alluding to when I said it might actually be worse than Ultimate Battle Twenty Two, which is saying something.
2: Yeah, these two. I yeah. I I agree. These two it, are. bad It
0: controls like piss. The character models are, unlike Ultimate Battle 22, which actually looked decent, are ugly as Sin. Like, they went for, like, a claymation-style sprite-based approach. And a lot of the characters look butchered and weird and gross and disgusting. And they just... The art is not there. The music is recycled from Legacy of Goku games and also bad. And it doesn't have... Really, like any modes to speak of. Like, keep in mind, this was in 2003, and we already were getting Budokai 2, and Budokai 1 already came out, and that has a story mode and an arcade ish mode and a tournament mode. Taiketsu has tournament mode where you just play as different characters and do certain fights based on those characters, and that's it, and it sucks. So, yeah, this is the one that I think is the worst of the fighting games for sure. But thankfully, w- we did get some better ones. Yeah.
1: Any words from you, Landon? Fuck. <laughs> Good word. Good word. Alright. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Supersonic Warriors, also released on the GBA in 2004. Developed by Arc System Works and published by Atari mostly unique aerial combat with 13 characters that come in 3 levels with included characters covering up to the Fusion Arc of Z. This is a good game.
2: This I say one's, Smash. this one's a lot better than most of the fighting games we've talked about.
0: Yeah. So I far. wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't say it's like among the best fighting games of the franchise, no. but it's better than pretty much most of what we talked about so far. It is definitely better than everything that we talked about so far that isn't a Budokai game.
2: That's, yeah. I, whenever I go back to either of uh, the Supersonic Warriors, I always forget how to do anything, though. So the combos are, like, to do, like, yeah, combos or, like, anything, like, beams or anything. Like, I always forget. So I always get my ass handed to me by the second fight
0: it's we- they they control weird like uh Jack had mentioned with one of the bullet points there it's mostly aerial focused yep. but it's also sprite based so you have this weird like if you've played like the the special stages in like Sonic Advance like it's kind of like that weird kind of pseudo mode 7 ish look to it without being mode 7 um so it's like it's really weird but it works it's just like it does control kind of funky because it's pretty much all in the air uh the second game i will just take this one real quick because i didn't write a whole lot it's supersonic warriors 2 released on the ds in 2005 in north america also made by arc system works and published by atari it has similar gameplay to the original though there is more of an emphasis on being able to play as multiple characters at a time in one fight but uh Pretty much that it's the same otherwise.
2: Yeah, they're it's, very it's very weird. It's just on the DS. And that's it.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Alright. And Broly's uh, on the cover
0: art for that one.
1: Yes. I know I googled so they- <laughs> it and, and noticed that. <laughs> Again, like a, Broly. Really trying to shill for Broly, aren't they? Yep. Um next is uh Dragon Ball Z sagas released. <clears throat> For the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube in 2005, developed by Avalanche Software and published by Atari. It is the only Dragon Ball Z game for Xbox. I did not know that. It is. Uh, Yeah. A linear 3D beat-em-up.
0: Original Xbox.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, A linear 3D beat-em-up game with multiple levels spanning the Saiyan, Frieza, and Cell arcs of Z with some unique filler in exploring Yardrat.
0: Yes. There's an arc where you can explore Yardrat. That's.
3: So you playing as Nathan Drake.
0: This game <laughs> is
3: piss. This game is it. I
2: I have my opinions of the Legacy of Goku games, and there's some other bad games that we've talked about. I probably I I probably have more hate for this game than most other games that we're going to talk about in this
3: list. I love how Super Saiyan works
0: in this Fuck game. you! <laughs> 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 this, oh, okay, so this game is, is... it just sucks. Like, everybody who's ever said anything about this game will tell you it sucks. The controls are really bad. It's like it... either, you know, just... The, the control release is just sluggish and not super responsive. The exploration quotation marks is again like they they've they so i said it's a linear 3d up game that was not how they advertised it they were like it's an open world explorable game it's like no
2: it's no it's not It's, not it's not even, beyond it's not linear close. it's like the one dimensional i,
0: I would have honestly been okay with this game if it controlled better and had more detail to those linear levels but between it, not controlling well, you have characters uttering the same, like, annoying phrases with bad delivery. Like, you can tell they phoned in these performances. Like, they they gave it less of a shit about this game than the people playing it probably did. Like, it's just, this game sucks. Did you ever it, play a multiplayer? Uh, no. Did you? <laughs> oh, oh, no.
2: I've... It's even, it's even worse? Oh my god. Okay, so the exploration parts are whatever. It's more of the same because you, it, it's just multiplayer. The boss fights, you switch. So you're on a timer and you switch out between who's playing. So like, for instance, Vegeta... Like, you're, you're like, what, I think it's Goku and Krillin or something, is...
0: Yeah, you can have, like,
1: Goku and Krillin, I think. Yeah, maybe. so the, let's just say it's the those Do- two. <laughs> um, The Donkey Kong Country approach.
2: Yeah, but it's on a timer, it's not like you choose when to switch. Right. Yeah, so, like...
1: That's fucking stupid. And
2: it could be in the middle of you attacking, it could be in the middle of you being attacked... So, like, if Vegeta decides to do a special beam, like, uh, Galak Gun, if he does Galak Gun, you could be taking damage, and then the timer just switches you, and then the other person just starts taking the damage. There's no...
0: Oh, they just instantly just yeah. phase right into yeah. their place. That's, yeah, there's,
2: that's no, there's really no, no grace period. No grace period, no invincibility frames. You're just in there. Um, yeah.
0: No, it's... It's... So... Bad. <laughs> And here's, like, (laughs) if you don't know, uh, Sagas was supposed to have this, like, progression-based system where, like, you find a bunch of, like, uh, health capsules or key capsules. It'll level up your health or key maximum. You can collect these coins that you can cash in at a, quote-unquote, shop. And I say shop because it's literally just a big floating Z in the middle of some levels that will allow you to exchange coins for things. And they'll give you, like, different combos and like some other like special stuff. The first thing that you're supposed to get is like um you're supposed to get like a specific thing to like start you off. The game doesn't really teach you this, they just kind of explain like a little bit to you. And on that note, they don't explain anything when you get dropped into the game. And there's some things that you need to know, like how to charge key. Key charging is very important in Dragon Ball games. No matter what genre it is, no matter what game it is, if there is a resource system involving key you need to know how to charge it because it's usually something you can charge how would how do you how do you usually charge your key in certain games it might be like one button it might be a button and being held and then press another button you'll usually be able to see this they don't explain this to you but you have to press two totally weird buttons on the controller that you would not expect to press it's like it's like like, it's not even like guard. It's like some button and then like another button. And then you'll charge your key. But it's also not even instant. It's like after a split second it'll start charging it. It's just between that and then key attacks just not working well. They almost never hit things when you want them to. And just just everything about this game sucks. It's it's bad.
2: Bad game. Let's move on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, section three. So we're out of the uh, Budokai and early Dragon Ball games section. Uh, This is like the mid-2000s. This was when they started transitioning, and this is mostly because at this time, Dragon Ball GT was starting to be a thing in North America. So they're going to start incorporating a lot more of that uh, content into these games. And we also would get a totally new uh, sub-series of Dragon Ball games that also became very popular. And they also started experimenting with a lot more handheld efforts, trying to, like, get them to, like, a level of quality that's kind of close to the home console experiences. This game, this section has quite a bit of games, though, so let's just jump right in.
1: Uh, so, to start, we have Dragon Ball Advanced Adventure, released on GBA in 2006. Uh, developed by Dimps, published by Atari, it is a side-scrolling beat-em-up slash platformer with fighting sub-game mechanics, covering the beginning of Goku and Bulma's adventures in Dragon Ball, up to the Demon King Piccolo arc, I take it Lennon likes this game.
0: Smash, smash!
2: It's a good one. It actually it it holds is up well for the most part. It, it
1: it took them until 2006 to release a good one. Like a, <laughs> good, a good game a based
0: good... on Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, considering how much marketing they did for original Dragon Ball content, right? Um. Uh, I'll let you go first. Yeah, this is it's so fun. It's like it's real simple as a beat-em-up. It's pretty quick. Like you can beat it in like what? Four hours? Couple hours? Yeah, it's like a, it's only a couple hours long. Um and it mixes in a couple like stages that where it's just a fight it turns itself into a fighting game. Um yep. but for the most part it's like pretty well done. The artwork on it is really nice. Uh the music is uh done really well. It's just it's just fun to play.
0: Yeah, I like this game. It's um the level layouts can feel a little like samey, but other than that, like the designs for the actual like visual designs for everything really nice. Uh just the fact that you can like go through the levels and upgrade your attack, your health, your key you eventually get to learn the kamehameha wave like fully and like use that over time which i thought was really cool because first you know your basic uh key attack is just a key blast and then it gets a little bigger and then you get a like key wave that's not quite the kamehameha wave and then finally you get the actual kamehameha wave and goku will even say the name of the attack when you get to the last uh stage which i thought was really cool but it does cover quite a bit of content, and Landon mentioned the fighting game aspect. There's a whole separate mode where you can play just the fighting game aspect and you can unlock a ton of characters for it. Yeah. Like they, they gave you like, so there's so many different like boss fights and other characters that you'll be able to play against over the course of the main campaign as Goku. And you'll be able to unlock Krillin when you beat the game and play as Krillin as well. But like you can get Yamcha, Tien, King Piccolo. Like you can get all these characters, Jackie Chun. Like you can. just, Play as them in the fighting game mode. I thought that was really sick. For the type of game it is, they gave you a ton of content. It's really nice. So, yeah, thumbs up. Good game.
1: All right. Um, We have Dragon Ball GT Transformation, released on the GBA in 2005. Developed by Webfoot, published by Atari. Also, a side scrolling beat em up similar to Streets of Rage, covering the Black Star Dragon Ball and baby arcs of GT. So.
0: I'll say Smash, I played a bit of it. I should mention Advanced Adventure is more of like a side-scrolling platformer beat-em up, like you jump a bunch. This one is more traditional beat 'em up. Have you ever wanted to play Streets of Rage but worse? Yes. That's basically it. Can I play like, a multiplayer
2: it's, with Jack?
0: You <laughs> I think there's a way to play two players. Oh hell yeah. Because you let's do it, Jack. There might be. So the thing is, is let's you get to so uh doing those that those first couple arcs of gt you automatically get access to uh goku future trunks and pan and you can swap between them in the middle well not no my bad trunks not future trunks regular trunks present trunks my bad but uh you get those three characters you get to rotate between them i didn't play too too far in i was in the middle of the black star dragon ball arc and i mean it's it's fine like it, it, plays okay, but it is also an adaptation involving the dra- the Black Star Dragon Ball arc, and that was really boring. So, most of the story of this game is pretty boring as well. Hell yeah! It, it like I said, it plays okay, but
2: it's, can't wait I mean, to buy it.
0: Can't wait to buy ten out of ten. Can't wait to buy it.
1: <laughs> All right, we got a uh, big
0: we got a big series coming up now.
1: Oh boy, we got dragon ball z budokai tenkaichi baby for ps2 in 2005 released or developed by spike and published by atari it is a 3d battle arena fighting game with an expansive roster and destructible environments which would be a mechanic retained for most games with similar gameplay following
0: so yeah
2: just read them all just read them all all, all right. three of them and then yeah.
0: Tenka, these, these three yeah, I was going to say these three are extremely similar so just
1: Ten, they're through. all published by Spike and they or they're all developed by Spike and published by sorry. Tenkaichi 2 released for PS2 and Wii in 2006. I have played this one uh, including Uh, Includes Dragon Adventure Story Mode similar to Dragon Universe from Budokai 3, which covers Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and many of the movies, and the Bardock and Trunks TV specials. And then we have Budokai Tenkaichi 3, uh, released for the PS2 and Wii in 2007. uh, Famous for its massive roster, which is among the largest in fighting games. Includes a day and night system to allow some characters to turn into great apes. A story mode of Dragon history includes scenarios from Z, GT, various movies, Dragon Ball, and some what-ifs, which is... Smash
0: all three of these games.
1: I have only played two and three, but I love both of them.
0: I played one and three at first, and then I played two recently to touch up on it. (laughs)
1: Justin, Justin, which of these
0: have you played? I played two and three. Two and three?
1: The gifts that Justin posted in the the spoilers. And
0: then, Landon, which
1: ones of these have you
0: played? Uh, All. All three? Yeah. So, uh, So I owned Budokai Tenkaichi back in the day. Like, this was actually my first Dragon Ball game I owned. So I played a lot of Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi because it was the only Dragon Ball game I had. That said it is the least amount of content of all of them you do have a story mode and there's like different fight scenarios and you can unlock certain side ones that uh a lot of them being like kind of uh, metaphorical ones that didn't actually happen then some stuff that like did happen but was very like brief so you get like a bunch of different angles of the story with this but it's mostly just there to showcase tons of characters uh the tenkaichi trilogy as a whole being an arena fighter you have your character you have the enemy character you have a fully 3d environment that you can move around in you can use that environment to dodge away from attacks you can you know destroy parts of the environment like i mentioned it was very uh it was probably one of the 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 pioneers of arena fighters though to be honest like it definitely probably was not the first but like there was it, it. It made the genre a lot more popular. Like they made a lot of three D arena fighters after this. All three games have a massive roster, but the yeah. three is especially three is the
1: one that goes. Especially three. Yeah, three goes hard. Um, I don't really have too much. It's been a long time since I played them, but uh, they're they're fucking good games. Some of the best Dragon Ball games that I've played.
2: Two's my favorite.
1: My favorites three, you're wrong. just because of the roster
0: being that massive.
3: Yeah, you're wrong. Don't worry about it. Well, <laughs> three, three has GT and Dragon Ball characters. Two has London, so, like number, characters. two
0: has GT characters as well
3: and original Dragon Ball characters. It just doesn't have Well, I'm as more many. I'm more talking about f- future Dragon Ball games would often just have GT and they just completely abandon Dragon Ball. I mean that's true. Um, I,
2: I. I like two story mode more than three. That's that's why. Okay. Uh, I mean, mechanics. Yeah, wise, I think the two
3: cutscenes were done
2: better. And it's not just the cutscenes, but uh, I, I just like how it plays more. I don't know. Um, yeah. They, I mean, yeah, that's fair. They're all they're all good games. It's, it's they're all yeah. Good. It's just they're, like they're fun. Like one minor aspect of it uh especially since i just i went super hard because it was like one of the only games i owned for the wii uh for the longest time so like i was like going through and like grinding dragon balls to wish all the characters like i had a specific stage where you fought harudagarn and i would just go let him destroy all the buildings around and I would just pick up, like, grind Dragon Balls off of the, the stage, and uh I don't know, I, I really enjoyed it. But, and then when 3 came out and tried to play the story mode for that, I was like, but I could be playing number 2.
1: That's fair. Lennon
3: likes number 2. 2 had more interesting what-ifs scenarios was 2. So there you go. Anyone who likes number I like 3, three f- sucks.
1: Why
0: do you always do
2: that? I don't know. Because I have to. So, no,
0: I I like 3 the most just because of the roster. It is impressive. Like There's there's a modding community for Tenkaichi 3 to this day. I will say though, if this might be a bit of a hot take, I do think I like the Budokai games more than the Tenkaichi games. And that is mostly because I like the actual combat more in Budokai. Not because it's 2D versus 3D, it's mostly because in tenkaichi a lot of um the controls have to accommodate for your movement in that 3d space so the actual options you have for attacking are not as robust as in Budokai. because in Budokai, you have like heavy light uh you have energy attacks some of them incorporate like a medium attack in the middle there with tenkaichi you just have like your melee attacks and then key attacks and then you can do like grab based stuff with like the uh with that with a combination of two buttons as well and that's about it so like i just like the fact that the Budokai games have more but the tenkaichi games though are still really polished they still play really well to this day and i mean they're better than some of the games that were similar to it that we're going to be talking about coming up so
2: counterpoint you know the wii tenkaichi games have waggled. (laughs) damn i gotcha yeah, I mean, you could yeah, I mean, you could do the Kamehameha, and You just shove the controller in front of that's you. That's true. You could uh, you did like stuff to make you feel like you're doing it. It was it was dumb and I loved. I that. mean, th- I mean that's
0: <laughs> no. That's a very good point. Like some of the cool like there's a couple of Dragon Ball games that do this. Only a few though, but like they have the motion controls and they're just like here do do the motion controls and it, it is fun to do it. It is fun to try that out.
2: it's like one of the games that handles like Wii motion controls like
0: surprisingly well
2: decent especially since it's a fighting game (laughs) and you need to be like pretty accurate with stuff but it like they handle it pretty well it
0: it helps that the move the attacks in the series are so iconic and they do the same poses every time so it's just it's good that they just had good people able to adapt that yeah, that's the Tenkaichi series. They, they're good games. Moving on.
1: All right, we have Super Dragon Ball Z, released on the PlayStation 2 in 2006, developed by Crafts and & Meister and published by Atari. It is a traditional fighting game similar to Street Fighter, originally in arcades and later ported to PS2, featuring 18 playable characters representing various arcs of Z.
0: I didn't play this one, pass
2: Cloud was originally not even going to include this But I said, ah
0: But it was on PS2 But what like, if
2: okay. you didn't, did <laughs> Um, it I will say, this game has A unique version of Mecha Frieza With a fucking yes. rocket oh, that
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like A rocket launcher
2: Yeah, on his, like, shoulder, and that was actually, like, done up by Akira Toriyama. He, like, drew that for this game. That's cool. So, there you go. We can move on now.
1: Yep. Alright. We have Dragon Ball Z Shin Budokai, released for the PSP in 2006. Developed by Dimps and published by Atari. Similar to the Budokai titles on PS2 with a story mode based on the events of Fusion Reborn, but taking place two years after Kid Buu's defeat.
0: You go ahead and add the next one in here too, because they're similar.
1: Uh, Shin Budokai Another Road, also for PSP in 2007, also developed by Dims and published by Atari. New story centered on Majin Buu appearing during Future Trunks' timeline, gameplay-wise very similar to previous title. I played I, both of
2: these. I played a little bit of one of them. A smash. And they,
3: they work as fighting games.
1: They function.
3: They function. Uh, if I... you remember, Shin Boudica had this weird system of transformations where you actually had to pick the character's, like, transform state in order to even access it, because otherwise you'd be stuck on their base form.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's in both the games. I think it might just be in one of the two. But yeah, it's, and it's, this isn't like a thing that's like only in these games. Like there's quite a few games that do this, but it's like one or two of the only Budokai style games that do this. Because usually the Budokai games, you can just transform into the different forms, but the one or two of these, they didn't do that. I don't know why. Uh, I do like these games though. They're solid. Like Landon said, they, they function. They're surprisingly good. Versions of Budokai that just happen to be on PSP. Uh, I like Budokai uh, Shin Budokai Another Road more just because of that unique storyline. Like, yeah the the Budokai the original Shin Budokai does have a different storyline because it's like, yeah it does do Fusion Reborn, but it is also after Kid Buu, so it is slightly different. But this one's just like, we didn't really see like you know them adapting Majin Buu stuff into Future Trunks's timeline really all that much at this point. So having like a game that centered around that was really cool. Plus it was just different like so many of the stories of Dragon Ball games you play as Goku or Gohan or like you know somebody somebody else that you it's mostly Future Trunks that you play as in this game. So it's it's pretty cool. Obviously though the rosters are decent though. The rosters are like not as good as the Tenkaichi games, but they're good. But moving on Can you pronounce the name of this next game?
1: I've been reading it over and over to make sure that I don't fuck it up. Uh, (laughs) Dragon Ball Z Haru Kanaru Densetsu, released for the DS in 2007, developed by Bandai Namco and published by Atari. It is a card battler similar to previous Densetsu games.
0: Now, should be worth noting, we did not get any Densetsu game over here. And so, that might not mean anything, but basically they are RPGs with card elements, turn-based ones. It's most similar to Legendary Super Warriors, but not quite. Like, that's as close as we can really get it. Uh, But it is the similar gameplay to um, a game that a lot of people would play as, like, a a ROM of when, like, they were getting into Dragon Ball games at the time. Which was a, a lot of people did, like, a fan translation of... Um, Legend of the Super Saiyan, which is a Super Nintendo game that like mixed two of the previous NES games together, but I don't know. I didn't play it. I just know it has similar gameplay to that stuff.
2: I own it. We saw it yeah. in my collection.
0: Yeah, it is on. It is in his collection on our Patreon exclusive video. You can look at that the box art for it if you want, or you could just Google box art. But you'd rather have Landon holding the box art. That's better.
2: And yeah. that only cost you six dollars for one month. Yep. There you go.
0: Plus you get to see all his other cool stuff.
2: That's true. For six dollars oh, for one month. Stuff,
0: stuff much cooler than Haru Kanaru Densetsu. But alright.
2: Yeah. Like his eight copies of runner? No, actually. I didn't I only showed off one of my Actually I showed off what for runner one or runner
3: two? Uh which wait was it Runner Two that you had like on every platform ever? Both.
2: The answer is both. Um, oh. I showed off the Bit Trip uh, for Vita and Bit Trip Saga for 3DS because I only showed off my handheld games. Um, and I showed off Runner Two, Future Runner Two for uh, Vita as well.
0: Anyway, all right. Let's yeah, let's jump through because we still got another section and a half or two sections to get through. So.
1: Next game. We we have Dragon Ball Z Burst Limit, released for PS3 and 360 in 2008, developed by Dimps, published by Atari. It is mostly similar to the Budokai games, covers the Saiyan Frieza and Cell arcs of Z, and it is the first entry into the new generation of home consoles. You know,
0: I feel
2: bad about this game for the longest time, I always lo- like looked at the ads and uh, for this game and I was like, man I wish I could have that game so, uh... I, so... and then I got a PS3 and I own the game and I've never played it <laughs> <laughs> I'll say Smash, Perfect. but
0: just to talk about it I played a little bit of it but uh, Justin, you were going to say something?
3: Oh, I'm probably the one that has the most extensive play time with this game.
0: Oh yeah, I only played like a couple of hours. So I'll just get what I have to say out of the way and then you can talk a little bit about it. Um, But the main problem with this game is that it clearly wasn't finished. Because it came out early in 2008. And it, it has a lot of motion blur, which Jack is already not a fan of that. Quite a few people do not like motion blur. And that is perfectly understandable because sometimes motion blur just looks really bad. I love Murphy. And there's also frame rate issues in battle. Which like is that. which is not good for a fighting game. You don't do bad frame rate in battles. That is a cardinal sin. It's not like so bad that it's unplayable, but like you can feel it. It's it's kind of jittery. Um and then they only got to the cell arc, so they probably wanted to do more and just didn't have time. That said, like the gameplay's okay. The art style is really nice like it's an early ps3 game and it like if if it was just looking at screenshots i would say it looks fantastic it's just in motion it looks like shit uh but i mean it's it's okay but that's all i really want to say it's pretty much the same as Budokai. uh justin you can go ahead and talk about it though for a bit
3: oh uh, yeah just try, this... just
0: try to keep it brief though we do have two more sections of games to go over it
3: this is basically Budokai if it was really pretty, and that's basically it. Because there's a lot of problems with this game, namely, uh, cutscenes repeat themselves a lot. Yeah, like, there's, so, there's so much cut, con-
0: so much cutscene emphasis.
3: Now, I will say, this is mostly like towards like end- the end of arcs and stuff, like the final fight with Frieza. The unique cutscenes are fucking fantastic to watch. There's some of the best cutscenes in the entire fucking franchise um they also in my opinion have like the best like voice acting quality from sean when it comes the voice acting uh, yeah i would argue just for
0: quite for 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 quite a few characters like this is probably some of the voice best voice acting we've had for the pre-kai cast like period because like some of the voice cast the voice acting can feel kind of phoned in but in burst limit no the voice
3: acting is pretty good yeah, like just watch the cutscenes just with the Frieza fight—they're fucking amazing. But the they also did this weird thing with the key. Key doesn't charge anymore. Like you don't do it auto, uh, manually. All key charging is automatic, and attacks do not use key. And it's like what? Yeah, it's it's, just,
0: it's funky. Like you you can tell they didn't finish this game.
3: Yeah, it's I wouldn't say it's broken. It's just it's.
0: No, Seems it's like not. They didn't know what to do. It, like the combos and like all the attacks, like they work fine. It's just there's they didn't there's missing stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: that's I like the,
0: I like huh? I like the Z Chronicle story mode though. Like the fact that like it's you've got like the different arcs, and depending on which missions you do, it'll unlock like other missions. It's kind of like yeah. Tenkaichi one. But with Budokai gameplay instead, so
3: it's oh, all right. That actually reminded me. Uh, the cutscenes that uh, I just talked about, those can actually get annoying because if a cutscene plays, which actually does happen in regular gameplay, um, it will interrupt everything. If you were in the middle of a combo, boom, your yeah. combo has just been canceled.
0: That's the thing I didn't like. I liked the least about this game. Like everything else, like it was kind of tolerable, but like. There's cutscenes that just like literally stop everything you're doing in the middle of fights. It's it's so weird. And like some of these cutscenes you have to actually like unlock to get points <laughs> for your score at the end of the fight.
3: Yeah. Uh it is funny. Uh, but to moving to see, on. Oh, I was just gonna say it is funny to see Bolith World Sensu being the Goku.
0: Yeah, there there were some really weird things that happened in the game like that. But uh, moving on, there was a game that came out on the PS2 to wrap up this era of Dragon Ball.
1: Uh, we have Dragon Ball Z Infinite World for PS2 released in 2008 developed by Dimps published by Atari it is the last Dragon Ball Z- Dragon Ball game released in North America for the PlayStation 2 as well as the last game published by Atari before Bandai Namco would get back exclusive publishing rights to the franchise to the game franchise uh, made for players who didn't have a PS3 for burst limit released previously that year and is mostly similar to the Budokai games story mode covers some most story mode covers most of the same covered arcs with mini games thrown in between battles
0: so uh, who played this game who else nope. played this game I, I played it nope it's... I
2: actually uh, I think it's the only PS2 era game that I don't own.
0: It's it's not
3: great. Isn't uh what is this? Uh isn't Infinite World just kind of more or less a release of Budokai 3?
0: May so basically, but the problem is is the story mode sucks. Like yeah. so gameplay so like the actual gameplay of like just combat and everything, that's fine. That's okay. Everything else around Infinite World is either rehashed from three or is just bad like the story mode you have like this like world map but like you don't act it's not actually like 3d or explorable it's kind of like um like if you had a uh, a chess piece or like some other game piece moving around the board for the game risk like that's how it's <laughs> like and you move around to different spots to fight the different characters and then There's one point after you've done like a couple fights where you have to progress by doing. So, the first thing you do is you have to do a mini game where like you jump through the like these hoops to get a feel for Goku's control. And then you do some fights and then you do a bunch of training missions. And then you can continue to move on to like the rest of the stuff. The problem is one, the 3D gameplay is juxtaposed to the actual regular combat being 2D. And the three D gameplay just controls bad, like it's. Uh, I'll say it's not as bad as Sagas, but it's bad. Like it's so generic. It's just you collect coins, jump through hoops, and Goku controls like shit. Like that. That's it. It's. It's like it's bits and pieces of Sagas, but worse. And the Snake Way. There's a mini game where you can do Snake Way. Same thing. It's. It's shit. It's just a different area. There's also like a mini game where you're like you can try to catch bubbles on King Kai's planet don't do it uh, it's not a fun time
3: oh uh, like uh, it's i'm curious then what do you think is the better sort of like not ludicite uh infinite world or burst limit
0: oh burst limit for sure like at least that game is fun enough that i wanted to keep playing it uh when i got to all the training missions in infinite world i stopped playing because one of the training missions has you doing uh certain evasion techniques And one of them is extremely particular, and I just could not pull it off. Like, they wanted you to do, uh, five, like, three sets of one type of evasion. And then, like, a special evasion that's, like, a little bit more, uh, precise. And, like, that one, I just couldn't do it. Like, they have, like, three different levels, and I just couldn't do one of them. And I was like, I'm not playing this anymore. So, like, the fact that it was required was stupid. I gave up. Uh, but the next... So, before we jump into, uh the last two sections we got to do our usual uh we got a patreon patreon if you'd like to support us there starts at three dollars per month which will allow you access to our polls uh we have voting on like what we're going to do for content in the future regularly and it also just helps support us it keeps our rss feed going so we can continue to put this podcast out to as many platforms as possible If you subscribe to the $6 tier you also get Patreon exclusive content as we've been talking about earlier. We had a really cool video where we show off a bunch of our game collections. Not everything in our game collections, it's the first volume of a series. So if you want to get into that that's also good. And of course you can find us on our Discord server, we have a link to that server on our page or in the description wherever you're seeing this there's a link to our discord somewhere there so if you want to join us talk to us you know we're we're for it we like having new friends new people to talk to in that server it's pretty fun we talk about all sorts of video game stuff uh but that said we got to jump back into some dragon ball games section four is a very uh interesting section it's basically like a new generation of hardware and they, came, they decided to branch out and do a bunch of different stuff for this. So you'll see, rather than focus on like two separate series of games or three separate series of games, they just kind of said, okay, there's a DS, there's a PSP, there's the new hardware of like the 360 and PS3 and the Wii and everything. Let's just make a bunch of different games for all these different systems. And that's what this next section is going to comp prize so why don't we just jump right in and start with the first one on this
1: list okay we have and dragon you do, ball you can do both of the
0: next two together
1: okay we got dragon ball origins uh released for the ds in 2008 developed by game republic and published by atari uh overhead action adventure game with heavy use of touchscreen similar to the legend of zelda phantom hourglass uh covers the emperor pilaf and 21st martial arts tournament arcs of dragon ball As well as Origins 2, also released for the DS in 2010, also developed by Game Republic, published by Bandai Namco. Uh, Same gameplay as prequel, covers the Red Ribbon Army and Fortune Teller Baba arcs of Dragon Ball.
2: I only got to the first one. I didn't get a chance to try the second one. Same. Um, They're fun. The first one's fun, I should say. But... The levels take a little bit
0: Yeah, they're kind of long.
2: They're kind of long, especially for a game that grades you on how long you take in a level. It's kind of rude. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they're like
0: chapters and bite-sized pieces, but the bite-sized pieces take forever.
2: Yeah. um, And then Bulma... I don't know if this is true in the second game, uh, but Bulma is like a sidekick in the first game. And, like you get key and uh, HP for both Goku and Bulma has like unlockables in stages, and then uh, Bulma is running around for most stages, and sh- sh- it's an escort mission basically. Um, she has a gun, but she kind of sucks at like defending herself. But she will follow the critical path, and so if you want to do any sort of exploring, fuck you. So you guys
3: spend your entire time keeping an eye on her.
2: Yeah, you kind of have to clear out the whole critical path and then go like get your like like collectibles because there are like little statues in the game that you can unlock um, that are whatever, but it's mostly like to find the the extra uh, health and key upgrades.
0: So one thing I found interesting about these games is that. Their strong suit is not the thing that makes most Dragon Ball games really enticing for a lot of people, which is combat. The exploration, if you could do it, like being able to just run around on the maps is pretty fun. If it weren't for Bulma being, you know, so like she should just be following you specifically, but she doesn't do that. Like she'll veer off like Landon said, and it does make the game it feels like the game wants to be like two things at once and it's not really good at either of them. It's kind of neat, but like, I, I do think that it's... You you definitely have to be in like a certain mindset to really fully enjoy these games. But that said, it is still nice to see uh, some Dragon Ball games uh, actually covering Dragon Ball. And I mean, these are not too bad if you're looking for games to scratch that itch.
2: Yeah, they're... I if i had more time i would have like sat down and played more of them like more of the the two of them like they were, they were fine they were fun
0: all right next game
1: all right uh we have Dragon Ball Revenge of King Piccolo released on the Wii in 2009 uh developed by Media Vision and published by Bandai Namco it is a 2.5d side scrolling beat em up which covers the red ribbon army through king Pink excuse me, King Piccolo arcs of Dragon Ball. Pass.
0: I didn't play this, and
1: one reason, Landon will tell you for me.
0: I played it,
2: and I got to the second fight with Mercenary Tao, and got locked. Like, the game was just like, yo.
0: Handing you your ass?
2: Yeah, it was like... So the game's not... Up to that point, it's not hard. It's like pretty straightforward, like, all the fights are, like, kinda kinda fun, like, even the boss fights are, like, you have a good time with them um and then you get to the second mercenary tau fight, and you have two phases on one health bar and he's very aggressive, and you don't have a lot of times where you can stun him and counter his attacks um, which is where a lot of, like, your damage will come in, is, like, you just uh, get a chance to, like stone the enemy and like counter, like counter attack them when they're in the middle of an attack. He doesn't give you very many opportunities to do that. And so you have to do there's no health refills there's nothing. You have one health bar for both fights. That uh, sucks. And, and if you game over you start over from the beginning of of that. Um, that fucking sucks. Yeah. So like I, I got locked into that, and I like it took me like an hour and a half to get to that point. Like it, and that was like about halfway through the game. I honestly, um, at least a third of the way through the game. But it, like, because it's not super long. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would give it a shot like using an emulator, uh, just so you can save state.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's. I When he told me how much of a difficulty spike that was, I was like, well, I played Advanced Adventure, I really liked that, and I think that's enough for me. Like, I was just like, I'll, I'll sit out on King Piccolo.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll have a, a round two of this podcast, and you'll have to play it.
1: The next time, game? It's very time interesting. For, time for the funniest entry in this entire document. Dragon Ball Evolution, the video game. Released for the PlayStation P, the PlayStation Portable in 2009, developed by Dimps and published by Bandai Namco, it is a Budokai-style 2D fighting game adaptation of the Dragon Ball Evolution movie.
0: Why? Smash. Smash. <laughs> did, did anybody else play this first God before no. I talk? Fuck Lord no.
2: Tommy, no. <laughs> so, me no.
0: Here's, here's the funny thing. Dragon Ball Evolution: it- The Movie, a plague on humanity, a plague on this franchise. Although at least we did get Super out of it because Akira Toriyama was like, "I can't let that be the end of Dragon Ball." um But <laughs> that the funny thing is, the game actually pretty good. <laughs> well, I mean, it is developed by Dim. I'm not, Dimps. I'm not kidding. like so, here's the funny thing. Like, the, sorry if uh, about my mic bump. So the critic average would have you believe this game sucks and like certain review critic sites have been like oh this game's trash but like they the thing is is they they're just fed up with Budokai style gameplay because they they liked Budokai tank or Budokai 2 3 to an extent they weren't big fans of it like some people are but i mean they were like yeah they're okay so they were just kind of sick of the gameplay but that said the gameplay the actual combat is super fun it's it's very solid, it's responsive, it's the same as like the Shin Budokai games, same as the Budokai games, like they said. And it's, it's pretty well balanced, and it's really nice to be able to play as characters like Goku, Bulma, Chi-Chi, like, it's weird, obviously, that these are really bad adaptations of these characters, because it's an adaptation of the movie. But this is like the only game where you'd be able to really get some of this outside of like you know, Tenkaichi 3, possibly, depending on the character. It's just, it's... it's It gets a lot of hate because it's an adaptation of a shit movie, but the game itself is actually solid. Like, yeah, the story mode, because it's an adaptation of the Dragon Ball Evolution movie, is stupid. The line deliveries are bad. And the voice acting itself is also... While not itself bad, it is kind of annoying... Like, almost every character has some attack string where they cap I, it off with "Eat
1: this." I think it would be really funny if, like, instead of getting the actors from the movie to voice their characters, no, that's the, the game, funny thing. They didn't. They didn't do that. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Did they? What if they used the Funimation dub they for didn't. these character They didn't do that either. But what it? But what if see, it, hearing it would, like Sean Chamel's voice coming come out of like fucking <laughs> yeah, like high school Goku? Goku
0: yeah and like let me let me put let me point this out like i've already said this i don't hate dragon ball evolution's plot because it deviates from the main plot like i like a lot of games where the plot is not the main dragon ball plot it's just that this one's really bad it's shit it's so bad it's terrible but the funny thing is is like the gameplay for this game is really good you don't know what's funny though you know who voices goku
1: i have no idea Steven. yuri lowenthal yuri lowenthal <laughs> yep oh that's I, funny. I
0: i recognized his voice right away i was like that's yuri lowenthal what is he doing Fre- in this game
1: fresh off a of voice in yosuke in persona 4
0: yeah it was the year after so yeah i think i think the game is fine um if you want to play it just to play the game but uh yeah, don't, don't watch the movie if you haven't, because the movie sucks. But let's move on to a, a, uh, some other really interesting stuff this era.
2: We should do a Patreon watch of Dragon Ball Evolution.
1: We should. Well, honestly, be fun. we
2: should. Let's do it. It's a spookfest title, Jack.
1: Oh, fun. <laughs> <That'd be> fun. <laughs> um. All right, we got Dragon Ball Z, Attack of the Smash. Saiyans.
2: Smash.
1: Released on the Nintendo DS in 2009, developed by Monolith Soft and published by Bandai Namco, a turn-based RPG covering the Piccolo Jr. arc of Dragon Ball and the Saiyan arc of Dragon Ball Z, with other references to Dragon Ball Peppered In, featuring six playable characters in Goku, Krillin, Tien, Yamcha, Piccolo, and Gohan, who can be customized with points to level up skills and different stats.
0: Landon, this game is so good. It's
2: really good. It's probably the best game I've ever talked about ever. Period. It's,
0: it, it's so, so good. Like, this is what... This is... Spoiler alert. This is one of my favorite Dragon Ball games now. And I did not get to play it until prepping for this podcast. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah, no, it's... The, it's really good.
0: The only ga- The only sin this game committed was not getting a sequel. <laughs>
2: it's... Yeah, it's... It's funny, because it, it, it's a fully fleshed out game, right up until you fight, like, until you beat Vegeta, and then it's, that's when it, like, really kind of falls apart, because it's, like, exposition, really heavy, and then it has a teaser for Frieza.
0: And we never get the game. Yeah. Well, I guess and I there's, think, there's I also think it's the probably just...
2: tie-in, but... Yeah.
0: I think the problem is, is just because this was, I mean, this is 2009 Monolith Soft, so they were probably transitioning to being a subsidiary of Nintendo, so they just, for whatever reason, you know, availability, legal situation, what have you, they just couldn't make a sequel, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, but Bandai could have, like, got another one of their
0: teams to work on it, like... Maybe. But yeah, Monolith Soft oh, did an amazing job on this game. The uh, It's a good 20... 5 ish hour game i would say yeah,
2: 20 25, to 25 to, hour 25 to i would say cap at 40 if you're going for like the broly uh,
0: the broly post-game. boss fight yeah yeah it's um but yeah it like we uh we alluded to with the bullet points so you have like you can play as three characters at a time the there are situations where you might only have one or two depending on you know what part of the story they're adapting but they do throw in like a lot of references to og dragon ball into this story like well before like piccolo jr arc stuff and some of it's like you know mostly like oh this character's back again like monster carrot comes back and like takes yamtra's hideout so yamtra beats the shit out of him early into the game uh tn goes to learn the mafuba and like visits like The resting ground of Master Mutaito. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's just a lot of really cool stuff. Like, Krillin goes and visits the Orin Temple and then, like, saves them from an attack. Like, there's just so much cool little stuff that you get, like, story-wise, world-building. Just lots of nice stuff to pepper in to really just kind of give you a more fully fleshed-out experience other than just Piccolo Jr. arc, Saiyan arc done like no it is more than that there's a lot more than that so way more than that the music is so good top like it's 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 really good like yeah no just really solid turn-based rpg and in a franchise that only has like a couple of turn-based rpgs specifically that we got so like if you like turn-based rpgs get yourself dragon ball z attack of the saiyans the combat system's really fun. You can do different special attacks. You can like do group attacks if they're all in a certain uh, sparking state. It's not super complicated. It's pretty simple, but it gets the job done, and it's just really good stuff. Alrighty. So,
2: plus, you can go into the devil's toilet and beat up some people that are
0: taking the yeah. job. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they have a pair of bosses named ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Fun uh, game. All right. Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Tag Team released for the PSP in 2010, developed by Spike and published by Bandai Namco. It is like like Shin Budokai was to Bo- like Shin Budokai was the Budokai Tenkaichi Tag Team features 3D arena style fights with up to 2v2 and it is the first game to feature a cast of Dragon Ball Z Kai.
0: Yeah. I mean, I played it. It's fine. I didn't play too too much of it. It's if you're looking for a PSP version of Tenkaichi, there you go. It's good enough. Uh, did anybody else play Tenkaichi Tag Team?
3: Pass. No, this, this is the only Tenkaichi I did play.
0: Cool. Moving on, Jack. Next two games rap, ravel them up together. They're basically the same thing.
1: All right, Dragon Ball Z, or excuse me, not Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Raging Blast. <gasps> And Dragon Ball Raging Blast 2. Uh, Raging Blast released on the PS3 and 360 in 2009, developed by Spike and published by Bandai Namco. One of the first Dragon Ball Z... or Christ, I keep saying Z. One of the first Dragon Ball Z, One of the first <laughs> Dragon Ball games to get DLC with free content added through 2010... Gameplay similar to the Budokai Tenkaichi games with new features. Story mode is Dragon Battle Collection with different tasks that can change how the story plays out. With events covered, covered spanning all of the Dragon Balls, all of Dragon Ball Z, as well as what if scenarios that can unlock a secret ending.
3: And And then then Raging
1: Blast Two, two, uh, released in 2010, also for PS3 and 360. Same developer, same publisher mostly similar to the previous game with a larger roster including some what-if characters like Super Saiyan 3 Broly and Super Saiyan 3 Vegeta, uh, includes the, a remastering of the OVA plan to eradicate the Saiyans, released as plan to eradicate the Super Saiyans whose antagonist Hachiak can be unlocked by watching said OVA.
0: So, I Did I pronounce that correctly? Smash. Yeah, Hachiak. Hachiak. Yeah, he's a uh, Landon, did you play these games?
2: I have
3: not. Justin, you have though, right? Yes, I own both.
0: Uh, I played a little bit of both of them. I played like a couple hours of the second one and like an hour or so of the first one. They're okay, but they actually have like... they're They're very hard to learn because the buttons required for like all the different attacks are just all over the place like there's a set of attacks that you have to hold like it's kind of like xenoverse would become but it's less refined more vague and harder to really like get a grasp on but they're all right i think my main issue with the games is that unlike tenkaichi which has reasonably decent camera for a 3d arena fighter the th- the cameras in these games are bad especially the first one i if you are not on the same level like the same z-axis as the other character fucking good luck trying to see anything dude but i mean the character roster especially this uh in the second game is pretty good the story mode in the second game specifically is pretty good because you get like these like scenarios where you have like a galaxy style map and you can go on different branching pathways and it's just a short map for each character but you get one for like every character so you can just play a bunch of different types of fights and scenarios with whichever character you want pretty freeform, gives you a bunch of different options it's all right i'm just not a big fan of the actual core gameplay because it's already not as good as tenkaichi which i already like less than budokai but i still really like so it's just kind of like a step down for me anyway personally but you can go ahead and talk about the games a little bit though
3: uh, yeah, go it's ahead. Kind give, of, give us
0: your experience.
3: It's kind of like. It kind of felt like a somewhat expanded version of, like, Tenkaichi. Obviously, it wasn't the same, but, like, you could do a few extra things that you couldn't um, in those games. Like, um, one of the things that was kind of interesting is that if you were close enough to a wall and you kind of knocked somebody into it, they'd get stuck into it, and you could get, like, some free hits off of them. Um, another thing that I personally think is pretty cool, because it's probably the most Dragon Ball thing that they have in these games uh, somebody shoots a key blast at you like the really big ones Um, if you time it properly you can just slap it out of the air and, yeah uh, it was I, just I, d- I did him. like
0: twice it is pretty neat
3: Um, two particularly Uh, or did, I can't remember if both had them I, I want to say they both had them. but uh, the Raging Blast games once again suck Broly's dick but this time they make him Super Saiyan 3 for some fucking reason
0: um, I don't remember if Broly's in the first game, but honestly, I wouldn't doubt if he was in there because, again, Broly's in fucking everything.
3: Um, the funny thing is, it, the two forms, the only thing that they really change is that his ultimate literally, like, is just a different attack from one of the movies. Like, uh, one of them in, uh, is the original one from... Um, well, actually, no. The, his ultimate attack that everybody always like does is the one from Second Coming. But his ultimate in uh, as Super Saiyan 3 is actually the one from, I think, the first movie. Actually. The one where he kind of, like, headbutts, uh, I think it was Goku as he comes down on the ground. He does, like, this weird sweep. I don't know. Huh, interesting. Uh,
0: All I know is that, but, like, my the main reason I want to play these games is because Raging Blast 2 had that OVA.
3: Yeah, and I,
0: I saw is. Hachiac literally only shows up in that OVA and this game. They like never bother to bring Hachiak back in any capacity. He is in um one or two uh Japan exclusive games that are I think in the similar series as the Densetsu games, but other yeah. than that like Hachiak's, like in nothing. Like there's like there's nowhere else can you really play like, as Hachiak. It's it's weird. Like, they just... Yeah. They did Hachiak with the plan to eradicate the Saiyans OVA, brought him back for Raging Blast 2, and then just did nothing with him afterwards.
2: He's in Dokkan Battle. That, oh, is he? Okay, that's
0: fair. I mean, er, I mean, everything's in Dokkan Battle, but we... We'll not everything's
3: Dokkan in Battle. Dokkan Battle. We'll talk about it.
0: We got a spot for it. For yes. you, specifically.
3: Uh, it's just, also, oh, this is not relevant anymore, but I had a love-hate relationship with uh, 2 particular because one was I think the last unless it's just a game I didn't play one was the last game that had the original cast before they went to Kai
0: um Raging Blast 2 I think did have Kai I can't remember no it it's, does it's have weird because like yeah because they it's weird because like Raging Blast 1 came out like shortly before Kai started and then Raging Blast 2 came out shortly after so like it was just a weird window
3: yeah. Oh, it won't be as weird as, uh, as Ultimate Tikaichi, which we'll eventually get to.
0: Oh, this is the next game. In fact, Jack, <laughs> introduce <laughs> it to us.
3: Segway!
1: Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Tenkaichi, released on the PS3 and 360 in 2011, uh, developed by Spike and published by Bandai Namco. Similar to the Tenkaichi and Raging Blast games, but with more cinematic elements, with presentation mostly lifted and tweaked from the Raging Blast games. I'm being generous here. (laughs) One of the first games to feature a creatable character who plays through their own adventure mode with a story involving Omega Shenron and the Dragon Balls.
0: Which is probably the nicest thing I can say about this game. I can't wait for for Cloud to stream it. (laughs) No, I'm not streaming this game. This game is piss. I'll talk a little bit about it. But this game's bad. So, like, did anybody else play this miserable game? I
1: I think I played a little bit of this game at, like, a friend's house once. But I never really played it extensively.
0: So, when we talk about Dragon Ball fighting games, be it Tenkaichi... Or Budokai, or even Raging Blast. Some of the cool things that you want to do are you want to have uh, a decent level of interaction with your opponent, decent combat system. You want to have you know flashy moments from that can reenact parts of the show sometimes, and you want to be able to play as your favorite character and just you know go to town. Ultimate Tenkaichi is a game that is fun to watch, but it is not fun to play because. As some people have said in other YouTube videos that I've watched and like basically anybody that talks about this game, and I say game loosely, is uh, it takes like all of the combat out of a combat-centric game. You can start combos, but as soon as you knock them into anything, uh, you get a similar to Budokai 3's Dragon Rush style minigame where you hit a button and then your opponent hits a button. And then depending on the button uh, result, you either win or you lose, and that's it. It's rock paper scissors, like ninety percent of the time. Also, they do like these big flashy cutscenes for literally everything, and sometimes you do an attack, and then it just leads to like a five-attack string that like does like seven different camera angles, and then asks you to do that stupid bullshit Dragon Rush style mini game that can determine whether you win or lose. Also, you know how in fighting games when you need a very easy uh, visual indicator of all of your vital stats, like your energy, your health, all of that, uh, Ultimate Tenkaichi does not do this. You know how you tell what your health is? It's a number. It's a five or six digit number up in the top. In a fighting game, how the fuck are you supposed to keep track of that shit? Like, yeah, the number does have a color so it goes from like blue to yellow to red, but like still, like that doesn't give you a good idea of like how healthy are you, how unhealthy are
3: you? Well, uh, I think and the then, obvious they, answer is that this isn't a fighting game. This is extreme uh, rock paper scissors,
0: pretty much. And then like the the key bar is worse. The key bar is like a little speedometer looking ass piece of shit that like fills yeah. up, and it's it's they they ha- the 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 eight the huds up display is bad. There's, like, no actual gameplay to this fighting game. The only fun thing that I, like, liked about this game was the character creation. Like, you get to... So, like, their their story mode, it's similar to, like, Tenkaichi 2 or Budokai 3. Like, you have that same world map, you get to run around, and you can, like, go to different destinations, do different fights. It'd be fun if the gameplay was fun, but it's not. So, like, it's a bad game. Good presentation, which is more than I can say for, like, Taiketsu or Ultimate Battle 22. Still a bad game. I don't know if there's anything... The presentation we, does
3: get say. old after a while when you see the same animations yeah. over and over again.
0: Yeah, like, it's worse than Burst Limit in that regard. Let's move on, though. We got one more game for this section, and then we've got a different file section.
1: It's time for the second funniest game in this list. Dragon Ball Z for Connect. Released exclusively for 360 and its Kinect peripheral in 2012. Developed by Spike Chunsoft and published by Bandai Namco. Features first-person fighting with 50 playable characters using the Kinect camera to directly control your character with limited movement and dodging. And covers the arcs of Dragon Ball Z.
2: It's a pass. It's a first-person...
0: Why did... Why so is there can, still see, yeah, so? So like, you
1: can see different sleeves when you're punching Landon. Yeah, like
0: like I, 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 mean I, you could on like usually rosters are important, but like you could have cut the roster down to just like an essential like fit like 15 or 20 characters to fight against and like. But it's connect game, so like why it? They put way too much effort into this roster.
2: I didn't. Maybe play one it, day I'll buy it.
0: I've I've heard it's exhausting to play because I mean it's literally. Well. A, you're, you're doing exactly what you think you're doing.
2: Uh, I said buy it. I never said play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, true.
1: Because play it implies that you have to buy a Kinect and a 360. Well, I, I own a Do you have a 360? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That I would imply you have to buy a Kinect.
2: I'd also have to get the Kinect adapter because I have an original model uh, 360, mm. so I guess it's not happening.
1: Fuck that.
0: Any other words on... Dragon Ball Z for Connect. Uh, the
3: Back only thing I think I can remember is that it's using the same engine that Ultimate Tenkaichi is.
0: That makes sense. I, I think I think they uh, they said that on the wiki page when I was like looking up info on this game. So uh, this last section is a pretty interesting section and I'm just going to call it the section of the new era of Dragon Ball. Cool. Starting with the very first game from this section, we have new content uh, thanks to the Battle of Gods movie and yeah. then that would lead into Resurrection F. You'd get Dragon Ball Super, and they they would start doing a lot more um, like super a, a, like uh, extended universe, like alternate multiverse kind of stuff heroes. for these games. Yeah. We, we call it Heroes. <laughs> well, that's not the game we're going to talk about, but it is in there. Yeah. But uh, but you do have a bunch of extra like timelines now that. But that's that's summer, the extended
2: summer. universe, is, It's just heroes
0: i mean there's yeah there i mean there's i'm just trying to encompass everything because there's like some not entirely canon but sort of
3: kind of stuff
0: but let's just jump into the first game on this list jack
1: hi we have dragon ball z battle of z released for ps3 360 and ps vita in 2014 uh developed by art dink and published Uh by bandai namco Features 3D fighting with team-based combat, including a story mode with missions covering the arcs of Z. First game to include the new Battle of Gods content, including God of Destruction Beerus and Super Saiyan God Goku, as well as one of the first games to include Super Saiyan Bardock.
0: So that is cool. Uh, I played a little bit of this, so Smash, I guess. Anybody else play this a little bit? I've played
2: this. Nope. I own it.
0: You said you've played it, Justin? Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of it?
3: This game is janky It's weird So it's, like Like half the time you feel like you're in a combo And you can't pull out Like once you commit That's it Yeah, like You need to finish it
0: Right Like you can't like guard cancel stuff So like you basically are just stuck in there And like It has like Tenkaichi style Combat So it's a lot more movement based with like some basic combo yeah. strings, but it's like even more basic than that. Like you don't even have like a lot of special attacks really. So it's like it's very simple. The presentation is nice, but like it's also bare bones. You start the game with just a mission mode. You yeah. You unlock local co-op and then you can unlock an online mode to play online. There is no there is no, like, multiplayer, like, head-to-head locally, though. And you don't get these extra modes until you've done a several missions, at least. So it's, like, it's weird. The voice acting delivery is good, though. The character models are nice. It looks nice. It just, it plays really weird.
3: So like, yeah, I, I will say there is one good thing that came out of this. This was, like, the seeds of Xenoverse because of the, like, three-on-three. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, because of that team-based mechanic, like, you can feel that, like, they they have an idea of something they're going for, even though it's different developers. Like, they definitely adapted some of this stuff into the next game, which, uh, I'm sorry, the next couple sections, because it's Xenoverse, have a lot of shit, uh, pointed here, but, Jack, go ahead.
1: Alright, we got a big one. Dragon Ball Xenoverse, released for PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One, and PC in 2015. Developed by Dimps and published by Bandai Namco. It features 3D fighting and heavy emphasis on a created character with a unique story involving Demon God... Excuse me. Demon God Demigra... Demigra. Demigra. Jesus Christ. Are you you
0: falling apart? Do you need me to take over?
1: No, I got it. Demon God...
0: Demon God...
2: <laughs> Even
1: Die As well as Toa and Mira, with five races to choose from: Earthling Saiyan, Majin, Namekian, or Frieza race. Uh it has a heavy usage of RPG elements like a leveling up and stat system, and missions that drop items, equipment, and skills to customize your character, and including a hub world to access the various modes and shops. A large roster and dozens of missions spanning all of Dragon Ball Z, several specials, and some movie content, namely Broly's Second Coming and Battle of Gods. Uh, It received DLC through later into the year that that includes content from Dragon Ball GT's Baby, Super 17, and Shadow Dragon arcs and Resurrection F movie, being one of the first games to include Super Saiyan Blue Goku and Vegeta. Whis, Golden Frieza, and the first to include characters alongside Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Vegeta, and Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta.
0: Those characters alongside the Super Saiyan Blue characters, specifically.
3: Oh, you forgot featuring Super Armor.
0: <laughs> featuring Super Armor. <laughs> yeah. So, priced. let's talk a little bit about this, because we're. I'm going to be talking a little bit more about the sequel, but um, this Rem- was...
1: Remember this, when it launched? Remember when it launched? Online, and the online didn't fucking work.
0: Yep.
2: Yep.
1: yep. Guys, remember, remember when how I
2: didn't can e- play it right now, and the game still kind of doesn't work. But yeah. So
0: <laughs> the the problem with Xenoverse <laughs> One, especially if you're playing on console, because if you're playing on PC, it's a little bit better. Uh, but if you're playing on console, it's similar issues to like Burst Limit. The frame rate is bad um trying to play online with others can get really choppy and uh as justin mentioned they decided to just give lots of enemies in this game super armor just 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 cause like just cause. to make it horrible. Like, the combat the combat system is pretty fun like it's a lot more fluid free-form version of like the tenkaichi games you just have it just has more emphasis on like direct character control rather than like situational like character versus character stuff since you could have multiple characters fighting on each side, but I mean, we'll you'll see. But the sequel did like everything that this game did, but better. Yeah. Credit where it's due, though. If we didn't get this game, we wouldn't get a second one. And this was like the first major game in the franchise for North America to really revive the interest in Dragon Ball to the level that it has. Because like Battle of Z. Uh, you know, Ultimate Tenkaichi, like even like the Raging Blast games to a lesser extent, they still had a decent following. Like, this is around when like a lot of people fell out of Dragon Ball, if they were still on board at all. And Xenoverse really pulled a lot of people back. They were like, yo, I can make my own character and beat the shit out of Super Saiyan 4 Goku? Sign me up.
2: Actually, now that you say it like that, I'm gonna go <laughs> pop in my copy of Xenoverse right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See ya. Hey, while you're at it, do you want to pop in both of my copies?
2: Your PS3 and PS4 copies.
0: So, so, oh, sorry, three copies because I have two copies on PS4. Thank
3: you. For some reason. Oh, that reminds me. If you didn't get it when we did, like when it came out, you forever have an incomplete roster. Super
2: yeah, because Vegeta was never re-released.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird they did. How they did that. Uh they also did a similar thing with uh there's like a crossover thing with um Goku and like wearing the Naruto wearing a Naruto outfit and I think it was like one of the Raging Blast games or it might have been Ultimate tenkaichi But like oh, I think that was Battle Z. Battle of Z Oh, that was bat
3: was that Battle of Z? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that, I don't was, think Battle that was Battle of,
0: of Z. Z. That was Battle of Z, okay. So yeah. yeah, like the only way to get him was to like it was like an early thing. Like so it's, it's weird. But um, one thing that Xenoverse really brought us in the second game also does a lot of is a lot of fun, hammy, quotable things the characters say.
2: Just, I'll kill you someday. I'll kill you someday. It isn't over yet.
0: The big Getty star can- enabled me to cheat death. How can what this can be? be?
2: Can't I change the future?
1: <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Just- oh, it's hurting. There's so many good quote God.
0: lines in that game.
1: So this is the best game because of that.
0: Not us, no, But...
1: I, I, I'm kidding. But
0: uh, The, the mentor there system was,
2: sucks. Oh, yes, yeah, the, it
1: does.
0: So there was a mentor system in the first game and in the second game as well. And the mentor system in the first game is you hopefully find a mentor
3: the in hole? the
0: hub world. And then they will take you in and then you will hopefully get a new mission from them it is rng the game like the like the two xenoverse games are known for their rng but the first one is shit about it
1: it's so fucking grindy because it's such a random fucking chance to get like a skill or an item that you want i took
0: i took forever to get super saiyan 2 because it's a random drop
3: yeah
0: instead of it being
3: like me and landon tried to do like the ultimate finishes like all the time and we never Mm -hmm. fucking got what we wanted
0: that that that's another thing ultimate finishes too in the first game are not guaranteed correct you can do you can do everything correct to set up the ultimate proc we call that and then the ultimate will not begin and you just get cut to and then like you just push to the mission clear you could do everything right, everything one hundred percent right, and then the game is just like, maybe we'll let you do more of the mission. And uh, then even
2: if you get the ultimate proc, you don't. Maybe know we'll if give gonna you a g- skill.
0: <laughs> yep. Like, like there's RNG, and then there's like RNG with an RNG with an RNG with an RNG, which is Xenoverse one specifically. Thankfully, they made a sequel though.
1: Speaking of. Dragon Ball Universe 2, released for smash. PS4, PS4, Xbox One, and PC in 2016, and later the Nintendo Switch in 2017. Oh, smash that. And temp yeah. temporarily <laughs> temporarily Google Stadia in 2019.
0: Oh god. I-, I had to mention it.
1: Uh, d- also developed by Dimson, published by Bandai Namco. Namco. Ban- Gameplay similar to previous game with a larger hub world and more side content, while adding more story and side mission missions. And fixing it has the a game. yeah, and fixing the game. Yeah, it has a unique story that largely covers the arcs of Z with what many with many what if scenarios and content from various movies and specials included as well as adding Resurrection F content to the base game with Toa and Mira returning from the previous game as the main antagonists. It received years of updates and DLC covering the arcs of Dragon Ball Super, GT, more of the Dragon Ball Z movies as well as Dragon Ball Super Hero. Superhero. as Dragon Ball and Super Hero. Dragon Ball Super Super yes. Hero. that,
0: that... That's the name,
1: and more. What I've Go said, Gohan Blanco.
0: Gohan Blanco is real. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> this is my favorite Dragon Ball game. Like, I can't even like. I'm not. I'm not going to pretend to like hype to to like you know just kind of build up anything. Like, I love this game.
3: This is Bandai Namco's favorite Dragon Ball game too. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yes, it is. Well...
0: At least okay, a, you for know a what? console you know what? game. I was going to say, for a console yeah. game, it's their favorite game. We'll get to it. It's literally the next game. We'll get to it. But yeah. they, there is another game that's probably their actual absolute they have,
2: favorite. They have two others that uh, are a little bit yeah. more... Uh, yeah. The cash cash side of it. But mm-hmm.
0: So, Z- Xenoverse 2 just fixed everything that Xenoverse 1 did wrong, and they just made it better. Like, you still have the core gameplay, but they... Don't have super armor on everything they actually allow you to guarantee start the ultimate versions of missions as long as you do everything right they're just like ultimate okay there you go um drop rates in general are higher i mean it's still rng based it's still you know meant to be played to be grinded out so it, you know there's going to be some of that but it's, it's better and then just Outside of the main story, the base story, like, it might not have as much polish as the first game's story, but, like, everything else is just, like, better. Like, you have more characters to fight. You get stuff like Turles and Lord Slug incorporated into the story. You have, um, you can have the Xenoverse 2, or Xenoverse 1 hero imported into Xenoverse 2 incorporated into the story. You have a lot of you know crazy shenanigans that you can do on top of like the first game plus there's they added a hero coliseum which is basically just a teaser for like dragon ball heroes uh gameplay there's uh just god there's so much the mentor system is fixed as soon as you get to a certain point into the game if a character can be a mentor they're there you talk to them you can do their there's like a ranking up system that works with those mentors and as long as you have the certain rank, you can keep doing their stuff. And then they can uh, give you access to all sorts of different techniques, just like they could in the first game, just a lot more consistently transformations. There's transformations for every race. And unlike the first game, they're not like random drops. You just yeah. you go to like these like new time signatures based on each race and you can just lock them as soon as the plot allows you, opens that up for you. There's now expert missions, which are essentially, like, raid bosses, so you can team up with a bunch of people and take on these raid bosses together. There, and then they made actual the, raid bosses on top of those. So, like...
3: There's also... The, just, there's so much. The, what is the the crystal raid system they have, where you're the raid boss?
0: Yeah, you, are, you get to be the raid boss. There's uh, some missions that are, like, a tie-in with Dragon Ball The Breakers, which is a game that we'll be talking about coming up. Just there's so much, and even if we don't talk about the DLC, which adds a lot more stuff, even if we don't talk about mods, which I mentioned the modding community for Tenkaichi 3, the Tenkai, the modding community for this game is just as crazy, maybe even crazier. Like, but even just the base game, I think my only my only major, major complaint is like this small nitpick that is just I think a lot of people probably had. Bro, why the fuck do you keep detransforming every single cutscene in the story missions?
4: <laughs> it's it's
0: it's it's stupid. Like you you turn like Super Saiyan two, and then like Majin Buu comes in, and like there's a cutscene, and then you're back in base, and you have to transform into Super Saiyan two again. It's like, bro, just let me stay in Super Saiyan two. Like, thankfully the PC has like a patcher, so you can fix this. But you're if you're on console, t- fuck you. Then you got to retransform
3: because your character was really strained being Super Saiyan two. Like during that whole end cutscene in Xenoverse uh, one. The only. uh the saving grace is it's only for the story mission, So
0: if you're doing parallel quests with like other players or with yourself, like you don't have to worry about this. But it still sucks. But I mean, other than that, like this game just does everything better than the first game. The arguably, best,
2: the best part is you can play as Krillin and have Krillin, Krillin, and Krillin on your team.
0: <laughs> yeah, hell you, yeah, you can do that. Three copies of Krillin. Remember when three copies of Krillin fought Super Saiyan Broly? I do. <laughs> it was yesterday.
1: <laughs> I always I always loved that, like, when you guys would have ridiculous scenarios in Xenoverse, you would just say, remember when Piccolo, Goku Black, and Android 18 fought Super Boo or some shit?
3: Yeah,
0: just, just uh, have all this wild shit.
3: I also like to do, uh, I used to do the Great Goku Massacre videos. That's true, Every, you did.
2: Every version of Goku fights, you know, on a on one side or the other.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yep. it's just it's a fun game it's fun to play with friends it's fun to play by yourself like it's just it's a blast it's, the it's my part, favorite game
2: the best part of the game is uh starting with the switch release they released the xenoverse one story that can be played in xenoverse two yep so you never have to play xenoverse one.
0: Yep. yeah you literally never have to play xenoverse one again you can just and it's literally like they nickel and dime you for all the DLC, to be fair, but, like, they gave you a lot of content for that pack, and it's $10. You literally get all the story missions from the first game, and it's, like, $10.
2: Oh, I mean, a lot of times, uh, it, like, it they goes on make sale. it free. Um, yep. and that's, like, for the Switch release originally, it was, like, you can just get it for free. So, um, And.
0: I don't know if they still do this, but they had for the longest time, like, a free trial version of the game called Light Version, and you could play up till I think level 50, and up until the Frieza arc, so you could get, up until you get your flying license basically, so you can fly around the hub world. And you you can just play all that for free, plus some parallel missions that go up to that point. So like, if you just wanted to try the game out, you could just do that.
2: I want to say they discontinued Light, but yeah, yeah. I, I believe it.
0: But yeah, Xenoverse 2, we've talked about Xenoverse 1 and 2 a lot.
2: They here. they really need to make a third one. They do. They
1: really do. I, I want them to make a third one because I want to get into Xenoverse again. Because like I, I bought Xenoverse 2 on launch day and I never played it. And I think... It just- Sorry, God.
0: No, I was gonna say, and I think it'll it'll help a lot because Xenoverse 2 is now coming up on, as of the recording of this podcast, seven years old, which yep. means that it's running on an engine that was even older than that. So it would be nice to have a more next gen experience out of this series because it really deserves it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: It's fun gameplay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a reason Let's move why on, they keep though. making right. DLC for it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's time for the best one. It's time for Dragon Ball Z Doku Adventure.
0: Yeah, Good answer, <laughs> Steve. Good answer. Also, also known as Dragon uh, Ball Z Dokkan Battle.
1: Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle, released for iOS and Android in 2015. Developed by Akatsuki. 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 Incorporated and published by Bandai Namco free-to-play mobile game with gacha elements to unlock various characters and their different forms in the form of cards, used to assemble different parties, features its own unique story with various other game modes, and constantly updating adding new content to the game and probably Lennon's most played video game ever.
2: Is yeah. that what you wrote as one of the no. points? No. No, I, I didn't no. I didn't
1: write that last part. That would no. have been. But
2: I'm
0: glad but I'm glad Jack added that in. It should have been.
1: Lennon has literally been playing Dokkan Battle for this entire <laughs> this entire fucking podcast.
0: And he's been playing Dokkan Adventure essentially what since it came out. Um
2: Give or take a little bit after a little bit after I'm currently at I took a screenshot um, of it uh, I'm currently at 2381 total logins so that's how many days I've logged in
1: and wow. you play it every day
2: um, just about uh, I have 626 consecutive logins currently nice so that's I'm nice al- I'm almost two years of of uh Straight playing the game, not missing a single How bit. many total
1: logins was it? Uh, like, 2,000,
2: so it t- uh, 2,381. And, and that's that different, is, that's
0: different unique dates that you logged in? Correct. Wow.
1: That is roughly six and a half years total.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, the game is, uh, for the North American release, uh, we just had the eight year celebration. Um, so... I've I've been playing for quite a bit of time. Um, yeah, I guess I'll talk about the game. Shut the fuck yeah, up, yeah. Cloud. I don't okay. know why I did that. I don't know why I. My arm. <laughs> Swatted hurts now. your arm aside. My arm slightly hurts now. Um,
0: (laughs) I go flying into, like, a boulder and it, like, just breaks apart, like, in a scene from the show. Hell yeah! (laughs) Uh,
2: So, as Jack read the bullet points, uh, it's... Yeah, it's a card-based battler. Um, What you do for fights uh, is you will have... You have a team of six that you make um, of, like, random, random cards, but you usually pick your leader based off of what their leader skill is. They'll give you buffs based off of specific categories. Um, and then you build your team around that. You get one friend unit, um, that is loaned to you for that fight, uh, for, for the mission. Uh, and then there is a map that you, like, move around on. You get a random number generated by the, the computer between one and six. Some of the, some of the maps have different yields, of, like, movement, so you can only move one square at a time, some of them randomly two to three or something. Uh, And then you'll get into a fight. Uh, And then the fights, uh, there is a grid of orbs. You uh, charge characters' keys based off of the orbs you collect, Uh, and uh, you do attacks. Uh, Every unit has a specific type, Uh, so there is super for good guys, extreme for bad guys, um, and then there is five different colors. Um, it is glorified rock, paper, scissors. I say that, uh, because each color has advantage and, uh, or disadvantage, uh, against another one. So okay. like, blue units are agility units. Those guys are strong against strength units, red units. Uh, they're weak to, uh, tech units, which are green units. Um, but then the thing can get re- reversed uh, if you're uh, super versus extreme. It's a little complicated. Um, and then your units, when you are fighting, have links. So depending on um, the links, they'll get different buffs. Um, a common one's like Fierce Battle where it gives uh, both characters additional attack. And you just... You just have fun little uh, animations. Uh, characters will have do some sort of super attack when they uh, pass certain key fresh uh, thresholds. Okay. But it's a gotcha game, so you have to have the cooler that does this fancy in- entrance animation and does uh, two different attacks because he's a LR as opposed to <laughs> another cooler who can transform mid battle. But he's only a T U R.
0: Yeah, this is like a million different rarity levels.
2: Yeah, Uh, normal, rare, super rare, super super rare, um, ultra rare, legendary rare. Okay. And T U R is just uh, true U R. Uh, It it based off of like how you can can evolve units. Because you oh, get okay. metals to evolve units up to their full potential.
0: So you can make it true. True. True, 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 true
3: classic. True classic. True classic. I, I have a bit of like a theory, obviously. Like it's not proven or anything. But I wonder if they looked at Ultimate Tenkaichi and decided, what if we made a pure like rock, paper, scissors game instead of pretending that it's another Tenkaichi game?
0: Listen, two things. One, don't insult Dokkan Battle like that, and two, don't compliment (laughs) Ultimate Tenkaichi like that.
2: (laughs) Well, it's not real rock, paper, scissors, because you can use a unit that has a disadvantage to a a certain type.
0: And still win, right? And
2: still win, uh, depending on strategy, uh, because there is a little bit of strategy which goes into it. Um
0: so it's probably a little bit closer to like maybe Pokemon, kind of. I mean, kind of. I mean, you collect stuff. You build a party based on different attributes. Yeah. And those attributes can be better or worse than another attribute.
2: Um. I mean, the biggest thing is, uh, you can't switch out your party in the middle of a, of a, right, a thing. Uh, because yeah, are... it's like a,
0: it's like a whole party at the same time thing, right?
2: Yeah. You, you use your six. Um. There are some fun modes um that will let you there's a, a mode called uh virtual clash um which lets you you choose 120 odd units uh to Jesus. start off uh and then you have to continuously make parties um as and and challenge uh, it's like 10 ish fights Interesting. um like... and you like when you use uh, certain units, like, after that fight, regardless if you win or lose, you can't use those ones anymore. Interesting. So, that it's mode like an has, Iron Man sort of thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's very strategy-based, because you're like, okay, you can kind of see a preview of all the different, like, types uh, that you're going to be fighting. So, like, level one will have, like, one unit that is strength, and one unit that's agility. And then you go into the next one, and it's like, alright, you've got, like, three Fights this time, and there are these three colors. And the last one's like five fights, and the final boss is this color. So you like want to build your teams, use them up. Uh, in that it's probably the, the mode I look forward to the most. Um, it doesn't reset often enough, and that's the mode actually that they recently added the Hatchiac. Um, oh, okay, that you can get as a, an LR unit.
0: Oh, yeah, all right,
2: all right, I'm done talking so... about Dokkan Balance. You can... <laughs>
0: Let's move on to the next I'm, game. I'm
2: fighting Bardock. Uh, Good job. And I just shot him.
1: It, he died. It's time for Dragon Ball Z Extreme right Butoden, released Maybe for the Nintendo DS in 2015. Developed by Arxis, published Smash. by Bandai Namco. 2D fighting game with up to 3v3 battles with characters included covering the arcs of Dragon Ball Z in some side content and some of Dragon Ball Super. Several different single-player modes, including a scenario mode different to each character and an adventure mode with various world maps. This game is pretty good.
2: It's solid. It's probably not the best of the betoden games, um, but it's still a lot of fun. Um, the like story mode is like a little weak because it's like what? it's like t- it's
0: just them. Re- it's just them refighting the same people and they're just back again and it's yeah. like whatever. And there's a lot of like dialogue squares where you just have them talking to each other.
2: Yeah, but the the adventure mode is pretty fun. Yeah,
0: it yeah. is. Uh so one thing I didn't mention is it I say th- up to 3v3 and that's because the unique aspect of this game is that there is a core roster of characters that you can use for actual full combat, but there's also Um, a large cast of basically just assists characters and they'll come in and they'll do a thing based on which character it is like Chi Chi will scream at the top of her lungs and obscure some of the screen Um, you know certain characters like forms of Frieza or Cell that don't appear as actual playable characters will just pop in they'll do a certain attack so you can't use three characters if you use assists but your assists you can actually use like basically up to 2 assists per what would be a character slot so you could have like one character and four assists or you could have like two characters and two assists or you could have just you know three characters it you can mix and match uh you could have like you know a, a combination of them uh i like like basically i agree with what landon said the adventure mode is actually pretty neat you have you know it's like a it's like a weird adaptation of the story where it's like Time spent it's like time forward more present, but like they're still three fighting old enemies again. And but it's you know
2: that's the mode where you get most of your assist units.
0: Yes, it's where you're gonna unlock most of the assists. The um my only major complaint with the game though is that the roster's not great. No, it's like, not. It's, it's, it's like, like the roster the Ten? roster playable character no, so the roster of playable characters is like I wanna say it's like 20 to 25, but the problem is is that most of them are repeats. Like, you have, like, four Gokus, three Gohans, like, three Vegeta, two or three Vegetas, like... So half the cast is already taken up with just multiples of these same characters. So I was so, right.
2: Know how... It is, like, 10.
0: Basically. It's, like, 15. Yeah. But still. So, like, is you know how in to... most... You know how in most... well, Yeah, but the thing is, is there's not, like, a billion other characters is the problem. So, like, you know how in, like, a lot of the Dragon Ball games where, like, you'll have your mainstays and then you'll usually have, like, a decent amount of, like, uh, other stuff? Because usually you always have Frieza, Cell, Boo. And then you'll sometimes have, like, all forms of Boo. You might have, like, Dodoria, Zarbon, all of the Ginyu Force. Maybe you only have, like, one or two of the Ginyu Force. You literally only get Ginyu, Final Form Frieza, Perfect Cell. Kid Boo, not even Majin Boo. Oh, I think, no, I think you do get regular. No, no, you don't get Majin Boo, do you? I th- I'm forgetting, but you don't get Super Boo. He's not in that much, I'm 100% certain of. There's no Android 18 and 17, even though Android 18 is like in most of the games where there's a playable fighting character. There's no Rikum, who is usually in most of the games where there's playable Ginyu Force characters. So they're missing. So- there's like Krillin. Yamcha, Tin, not playable. They're assists only. They're not even fully playable characters. Yeah, so like, this game's roster is just not great. And you know who we got in their place with all those mainstays being taken out and being put as assists? Bardock and Broly. Again. No i But I like Bardock. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, Bardock is pretty fun as a character. It's just, it's a shame... Like, there's, they, there's so many characters that are only assists that really should have been fully playable characters. Like, there's no reason characters like Krillin and Android 18 should be relegated to assist when they absolutely should be playable. But
3: As a, and Broly both have their fans, but for different reasons. Right.
0: But yeah, that's my only gripe about the game is the roster's not
3: a playable good. character.
0: Oh, she is? Okay, you know, I'm, thinking I, of, I'm thinking of all the other androids. I uh, just pulled open 16, 17.
2: Yeah, I just pulled it open, the, uh, the list. 18, Bardock, okay. Beerus, Broly, uh, Ginyu, Cell, Frieza, uh, Future Trunks, Gohan times 3, 4, sorry, Goku times 4, uh, because he gets access to base Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue, uh, Gotenks, Kid Buu, Krillin, majin buu napa piccolo okay so majin buu is in there and vegeta
0: oh yeah no they they have napa piccolo and vegeta so they have like full saiyan saga representation and then like almost nothing from the frieza saga except for ginyu and frieza yeah A- and then only like android 18 and cell from the cell arc and like kid Buu and majin buu from the majin buu saga like nobody else so it's like The roster's seriously lacking after you leave the Saiyan Saga.
2: Yeah, and I mean, even, like, the Z fighters, you... Like, yeah, Yeah, you you have... half of them. You have Krillin, Goku, Future Trunks, and Vegeta. So Tien and Yamcha
0: are the ones I'm forgetting.
2: Yeah, those are the two big ones that you're missing.
0: So, it's, it's weird. There's just a lot of bizarre exclusions from this game, but it's otherwise really solid. I mean, it is Arc System Works that did it, so, like, the actual gameplay is solid. It's just... Not as good of a roster. Plus, when you do like the ultimate rush attacks, where like there's like a screen transition and they do an ultimate attack at their opponent, they're kind of laggy. Like they take a little bit to like and to, to go through the animation. And it's like kind of slow mo, but it's still pretty. Cool. No
2: Hercule, <laughs> <pretty fun laughs> no thank you.
1: Dragon Ball Fusion next release for the 3DS in 2016. Uh, developed by Ganbar- Ganbarian. Uh, and published by Bandai Namco, has that's its own boring. unique story revolving yeah. around a pair of friends wishing for the ultimate tournament to take place with heavy emphasis on the concept of fusion, turn-based RPG with strategy elements with a custom character that can be one of five different races, Earthling, Saiyan, Namekian, off and Alien. Uh,
0: Those actually encompass like almost
1: every race right. that's
0: ever appeared in Dragon Ball ever. Like they okay. just fused a bunch of them into like an overall arching race. For... So Kai's, Freezer race, demons, like all yeah. that shit, it's in there.
1: Characters included over Dragon, Cover, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and Dragon Ball Super up through the Goku Black arc.
0: This game is amazing. Like not enough people played it, and I think that's probably because it's a 3DS game.
3: Might also be the God, chibi Moms. models.
0: Yeah, it's not a style for everyone, but other than that, it's it's got a unique gameplay loop. Oh yeah, like you can collect tons of characters, you've got different world maps you can explore, challenge characters on the overworld, collect stuff, do fusions. It's ah, so good. Good stuff.
2: I would love a sequel. This I would it, too. It's so fun, and there is a lot of fun, unique fusions that you don't get to see enough of outside of the game. And Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle, which features crossover content of fusions
0: so um just to kind of explain a little bit more about how the game's gameplay uh works so for the combat it's turn-based but it's inside of like a like a circle and that circle you have movement that you can do and when you do attacks uh the enemy characters that you're fighting which will usually be up to a party of five which is equal to your party of five you'll be uh able to knock enemies into each other oh wow but, uh, that's Pinitch, right? The yep. rival.
2: Yep.
0: Um, you'll be able to knock enemies into each other. You can build up a gauge uh, for each character. They'll have like certain amount of like little circles for like their key, and a lot of their special attacks will take up two, three, four, up to like a total of I think it's like ten or twelve, and you can let out these more powerful attacks by doing them, or you can just do basic melee or basic key attacks. And then you can also do like uh, like this weird pentafusion, I can't remember what they call it, but like all five of your characters fuse together and then they just do this gigantic ultimate attack that does a shit ton of damage. To like, yeah, and you get to like do some like QTE style uh, events for those. So, like, that's the core uh, battle system in a nutshell. And like Landon said, it's a lot of fun. It's. You don't have to actually participate too much in the fusion aspect. They show you how to do it, but you don't need to use it too much. But, like, there's so many different fusions you can do. Both with just generic characters and actual cast characters. So it's it's just a really solid game, and I do agree with Landon. I hope that it gets a sequel at some point, eventually. Oh, wow, well, and that's Tekka. Mm-hmm. Sick.
2: And then they have... A lot of the fusions as well. Well, not a lot of them, but some
3: this of the major or, ones. Part of the f- uh, fusion between Freeze and and just Fridge. I can't <laughs>
0: remember how many specific uh, what the number was, but like be- between all of the actual characters you can use, and then just like the generic uh, characters that you can get access to that are different races. I think they said I think there's like a thousand different combinations you can get.
3: For Wait, doesn't fusion bring back Gokul uh, and Tiencha?
0: All of those fusions that you remember in that game, somewhere. The only
3: one things.
2: who doesn't come back is the Krillin Cell Fusion.
3: Yeah, right.
2: He's the only fusion that does not come back for that game. And Lord, as my witness, God, I will destroy.
3: <laughs> Open oh, my statement. You'll destroy. <laughs> As okay, a special boss fight with Freddy Broly. Thanks. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> Dragon Ball Fusions, really good underrated game. Check it out. Next game.
2: Next stream game? Question mark.
1: Maybe. Potentially. Uh next game is another big one: Dragon Ball Fighters, released for PS4, Smash. Xbox One, and PC in 2018 with a switch a switch version. Later that year, uh, it was developed by ArcSys and published by Bandai Namco. It is a 2D fighting game with Arc System Works typical th- team-based mechanics with characters covering the various arcs of Dragon Ball Z and the first several arcs of Dragon Ball Super up through the Goku Black arc. Uh, received DLC support for several years, adding more characters covering some movies and specials. Some characters from Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and Dragon Ball Super. Uh, a unique story revolving around the character Android 21 in her Majin form. Gameplay for the story similar to Go- uh, Budokai 2's Dragon World. Uh, graphical style extremely close to the manga. So yeah, this game is... This like- is... If I had to pick one, probably my favorite Dragon Ball game. Nice. It's it's really fucking good. I mean, like, Arc System Works is, like, extremely good at what they do, which is, you know, gorgeous-looking 2D fighters, and this is a gorgeous-looking 2D fighter, and it just happens to be extremely fun to play. It's very easy to, like... It's, it's like, one of those, like easy to pick up and play, difficult to master type games. Uh the I would say the vanilla roster is like a little small, but there's a shitload of DLC it's, for this game.
0: The the vanilla roster of fighters is still better than Extreme VTendo though.
1: To be true. Fair. But this true. is also better better represented. This it. is also a console game to be fair.
0: True. And they definitely had a better budget. Uh one last thing I want to say about Extreme VTendo before I forget. Uh, did you know that it was a crossover game with a One Piece game? So you could play like between those two games? Yeah. I think I
1: did know that, yeah.
0: But but we didn't get the One Piece game over here. Isn't that badass?
1: That's super badass.
2: And like, but One yeah, Piece that, is but, as popular as Dragon Ball over here.
0: Yep. And no yes, reason they couldn't have done it. Tons of
2: video games. In fact, there was like at, at least, what, one or two for the
0: 3DS? Yeah. <laughs> and... The funny thing is, is, like, Extreme Butoden, they didn't localize, like, the voice cast. It just uses a Japanese voice acting. So there was no reason why they couldn't have just done the same thing for the One Piece game. Anyway, let's move back on to Fighters, though.
1: Uh, remember when this game came out and the online also didn't fucking work?
0: Hey, Bandai. Yeah. Bandai fucking
2: Namco. Fix your, F- fix your shit. Fix your online goddamn face. online,
1: please. Yeah. It's like the It's like the one thing the one thing Just they're the one really thing. bad at but no uh,
0: i don't remember when it's supposed to come but they said that they were supposed to be rolling doing rollback net code for this game which would be fucking amazing if they haven't already implemented it do so yeah
1: but no fucking this is a great game i i have like very few complaints if any i i mean i even played through like the entire story mode when it came out story modes pretty the story cool. mode's good
2: oh yeah it's solid It's known Budokai Two Story Mode, but or Budokai Tenkaichi Two Story Mode, but
0: I I think it is better presented. Though the character interactions are just like hilarious, yeah, incredible. Yeah, the just the like like I had mentioned in the bullet point, like everything in this game just oozes style and just care and attention. Like you could be fighting on anything, and it looks gorgeous. All the characters talking in the cutscenes—it looks exactly like if you were reading it right out of the manga. It's just gorgeous presentation. The game feels really good to play as well.
1: It makes you feel different... like you're playing as Goku.
0: Yeah, uh, hey, I like me, Goku. The... I like the fact that, like Jack said, it's pretty simple to pick up, and unlike some of the pre, a lot of the previous games that we had talked about, there's actual just think it's shipping a newer game. It has button mapping so you can just map whatever buttons are you're most comfortable with using for whatever things and you have different types of light medium heavy special attacks and you can chain these together and they'll do like auto combos if you do attack certain ways so it's just it's just a lot of fluid gameplay and just really solid just fun just great great combat great, on top of a great package of everything great
1: else. gameplay great graphics
0: Oh yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done a
2: Fighters 2, but I guess it, there's no money in making new games when you could just make DLC forever.
3: Yeah.
0: I was going to say, nowadays, like, fighting games, they don't try to make too many new ones as frequently as long as they can just milk it with DLC, which is... One day we'll get it Fighters 2.
2: But we're in the middle of a new, like, console generation. Right. So, yeah. like...
3: What do you think will come?
0: Eventually, f- maybe.
3: What do you think will come first? Fighters two, or Xenoverse three. Fuck. Honestly, probably Fighters two. Neither. Probably um, the heat death
2: of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> so one. from
0: from what I know, it's probably going to be Xenoverse three, just because there is talk of it supposedly, like they're you know they're something. I don't I don't believe it until I see it. But like, it's more likely we'll get Xenoverse three before Fighters two, just because of the fact that Xenoverse. Two is an additional two years older than Fighters. But there's also there's
1: also the fact that uh, Arc System Works has like two other game franchises that they like own and pop, uh, develop, uh, which you know they.
0: Meanwhile, Dimps is just working on mobile game stuff right now, so like they're not. Doing Ex- yeah,
1: important. exactly. Arc System Works is too busy with Guilty Gear.
0: Which I want to make a mention with all of the games that we've talked about that dimps made don't let anybody tell you that dimps is a bad developer just because they complained about one game that they did or did not
1: but they made sonic rush and it's boost to win i don't like it yeah it's like they made
0: it's like they made all of those games from the span of like early 2000s to late 2000s and still managed to make almost all of them fairly decent to solid games so yeah dimps is dimps is pretty fucking good our yeah, system they made, works
2: They made Sonic good. So
0: True <laughs> uh, did, uh, Justin what did you want to say about Fighters Z-
3: Zed uh, It's the game that introduced the chick Everyone likes the synth full Yeah
1: true
0: Everybody has turned like Android 21 into like a mommy And they just You're
2: all gross Gross and weird We already
1: have 18 <laughs>
2: Exactly. Thank
0: you. <laughs> I, li- I like Jack's response. We already,
1: yeah, had and Chi Chi no, and 21's Bulma. a Solid
0: characters, though. And Bulma like I'll say, I'll say, if between this game and a few others, I like some of these new game exclusive characters that they start out like introducing. Mm-hmm. Like Android Twenty One, she's actually made her way to like the like they have her origin character in Super like referenced, but uh. It's just nice, like, these characters like Toa, Mira, Demigra, Android 21, there's just a lot of good original characters that they're coming out with lately, and I like it. I'm I'm for it.
3: The only, the only sad thing is, uh, technically, the only original game characters that matter are Mira and Toa, because I think they're the only ones that are canon.
0: They're semi-canon. Android 21 is also supposed to be canon. They also, um, there's another character that got introduced in a game coming up, but we'll talk about it when we get there. Uh, was there anything else anybody wanted to say about Fighters?
1: Uh, really not right? really. Good game. Great game.
0: Let's move on to the next one.
1: Dragon Ball Legends, released for iOS and Android in 2018, uh, was developed by Bandai Namco and Dimps and published by Bandai Namco. It is a free-to-play mobile game with gameplay somewhat similar to 3D Fighters with new characters including protagonist Shallot, as well as a unique storyline taking place o- uh, after the tournament of power, yeah, never played I never it.
4: Played it.
2: Like,
1: pass. I never
0: played it either.
2: I'm the pass. only person that uh, would play it. But
0: the f- and the funny thing is, is like there there is a following for this game, but Let's like see. there were people that like play mobile Dragon Ball games, Dokkan Battle, and they were really hyped for Legends. There were people that were playing console games that were hyped for Legends, and then the hype just kind of died. Like everyone just kind of went back to whatever they were doing. People There's still a couple play people it. That play it. Like- yeah, it's just um, it didn't it didn't keep that same level of popularity that the other games.
3: Did. Legends didn't take off like Dota did. Right. Yeah, people still play Legends,
2: and I mean there is a small small sect of Legends players that uh, complain about Dota Battle, but those people are wrong. Hmm. Fight me.
1: Next game. Uh Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission Super Dragon excuse Ball me Heroes. Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission you. Thank Sorry you Release release for you. Released for, <laughs> released for Nintendo Switch in 2019 developed by Dimps and published by Bandai Namco It is the first release of the Dragon Ball Heroes property outside of Japan and includes a unique story mode where the characters in universe collect the characters of the Dragon Ball franchise for team-based strategy battles, and introduces new characters like the protagonist Beat. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. So like, I know this. So like, am I reading the this correctly? Is yeah. So the gameplay is it, it's a weird. So like, you collect these like cards slash figures. Like they're like cards mostly. Cards and yeah. they're they're diff they're different characters. They're different instances of characters similar to Dokkan Battle, but and uh, you. Assemble parties with these characters. They have different strengths and weaknesses. And then you fight other characters who have their party of characters similar to that. It's a. Uh, I like the story mode for it, though. It's pretty funny. They have, like, this character, like Great Saiyan 3, that's like. Ah, he's dressed.
2: <laughs> from Dokkan Battle.
0: Yeah. Oh, did they bring him did they bring him over from dokkan battle or no he brought no they have a card of they have a card god they fight everything i think the main thing that people will remember about the heroes uh series is that it has an anime so they have like you know a bunch of little episodes where you know you can watch certain fights that they've made up take place they have you know it's an alternate universe they have a bunch of different like extended like they have golden coolers yeah yeah they have stuff like golden cooler they have like golden uh, mecha cooler a, they have a variation of goku black named crimson who masks saiyan who like gets to like super saiyan rose 3 like it's just it's bizarre they have a bunch of weird shit going on with that but it's it's interesting uh world mission does uh like i like i put in the synopsis here it's a uh, for some reason, the ol- the first time, and so far only time we've really gotten a uh, Dragon Ball Heroes game outside of Japan, they had like three others or something. It's like...
2: Wait, yeah, is... There's, but... wait, there's was, uh, three on the 3DS.
3: Was Heroes the one that had that Abomination Cell X? Yes, that's from Heroes. <laughs> oh god. Yeah.
0: They do a lot of weird shit.
3: Yeah. It's like
2: an actual card game in Japan.
0: Like yeah, right. you can
2: you can get the cards and they have like kiosks,
0: full machines yeah. where you
2: play. Um, they actually like test demoed it out in North America, twenty eighteen, I think. Um, uh, they were supposed to have it at. Uh, uh, I went to Rose City Comic Con that year. and They were supposed to have it there, but like it was like so popular in. Uh, comic-con that year uh, uh san diego comic-con that like people were like stealing cards and stuff oh, to where they couldn't th- like that's run it and the machines were like down so they're like sorry it was like
0: fuck you
3: well you kind of get practice for that game if you played that uh was it that figure mini game that was in xenoverse 2
0: yeah well like i said they um it was more like a tie-in for xenoverse 2 specifically to get that sort of content it was to help kind of like bridge people into heroes. Cause heroes was already an existing thing for the longest time till then. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but we got two more games to talk about. Let's one of them's a pretty big one. Well, let's finish this up so we can get out of here.
1: We got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot released for PS4, Xbox one Smash. and PC in 2020 Nintendo switch in 2021 and PS five in X and series X slash S in 2023 uh, developed by cyberconnect 2 and published by bandai namco it is an action rpg that follows the events of dragon ball z from the introduction of gohan through the Buu arc with adapted events following more closely to the manga playable characters include goku vegeta gohan piccolo and future trunks with various support characters that can accompany the player for battles including krillin yamcha Tien, android 18 goten and kid trunks combat system similar to the Xenoverse games, and features large open areas to explore and side missions to complete, with characters from across the Dragon Ball franchise appearing similar to the Legacy of Goku games, has DLC that covers Battle of Gods, Resurrection F, the Future Trunks and Bardock specials, and the 23rd World Martial Arts Tournament.
0: With more to come, we don't have all the DLC for it yet, there's going to be more.
2: There's at um, least one more story pack. There's
0: there's one more story pack, and there is supposed talk of an ex, yeah, um, of an extra like season pass of content, but we don't know what's coming. So this is all we know so far, as of this recording. But we we have the game, and that's important. We're just going to talk about the game as we see it. Uh, this game is really good.
2: It's a solid action RPG. Um, I. It's surprising, like it took them this long to do another like action RPG. Like,
0: right? Yeah. But like, because like
2: they got it, we did it. Yep.
0: They 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 kind of took aspects of Xenoverse, aspects of the Legacy of Goku games, and they just kind of like eh, apple pens. <laughs> pineapple apple pen, Plan. It's Legacy
3: Goku was sensibly made.
0: Yeah, it was so like. The only thing is, is with this game, if you liked the f- aspect of the Legacy of Goku games where, like, they had a lot of filler stuff, or just in general, like, you like Ball games that have a lot of, like, filler and, like, other stuff that's not in the manga and anime, you will not get that here. This is, like, strictly following as much of the manga and... Like the main, like the, like a Brit, like Dragon Ball Z Kai as well, since they cut the, that to be close to the manga. Like, it covers like that.
1: It does. Um, the sub stories
0: like,
2: usually add stuff that you yeah. don't get in either of those. Like, there's a, a little extra storyline with Ader. Um, right. Uh, where he actually interacts with Future Trunks. Um, during like the Soul Soul arc which is yeah because they
0: do they bring some characters back that were only like in dragon ball and you get to see like how they're doing and they get to interact with the characters as they are in the dragon ball z section of the story which i think is really nice because like we don't get enough games that do that sort of thing yeah because it's like where's aider where's launch where are all these other characters it's like there's a game that finally actually has some of these people show up and talk to the characters that are existing
2: yeah, so I haven't played any of the DLC except for the uh, uh, the twenty third World Martial Arts Tournament, and I only just started that the day before recording this. Um, it's cool. it just did
0: come out recently, yeah, as, as of our recording.
2: Yeah, it came out like uh, like two weeks, a couple ago weeks or ago. Yeah, yeah, um, pretty recent. One, it's cool that TN's playable because you actually get to play as TN in the, that segment of uh, the game. Um, and it's also stupid badass that it starts off with Kid Goku versus Demon King Piccolo. Like, they're, they're just like, alright, there you go. Have fun. And that makes me even more mad, because we could just have a dragon, like, where it just covers all the Dragon Ball
0: arcs. But they yeah, it's like Tien. they're like, they're like they're like cock teasing you. Know? Yeah, they're like they're just like we made this character, but we're not gonna do more stuff with it. Yeah, it's yeah. You get one
3: fight. You could like you know like have like uh, the Red Ribbon Army and shit. And like so they easy. have
0: just they have justification too because so the enemies in this game you have a lot of random encounters on the overworlds in like the large open areas and. It depends which uh, area you're at, what those enemies are, but they very frequently make use of Red Ribbon Army robots, and it's like, okay, why don't we have a Red Ribbon Army, like, thing? Like, just like just give us a Red Ribbon Army arc now, like, they could do that.
2: They could do that. They they could've. Uh, I've
0: heard that the Bardock and Future Trunks DLCs are also really solid.
2: I've heard that, um, eventually I will play those, uh, but... Nothing gets me more excited than a little uh, Piccolo Junior action, right? Because um, that's a fantastic fight.
3: Goku gets think my, up in that fight.
0: Yeah, he does. The weird thing is, is like, so they call this Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, yeah. But because they follow everything so closely to the manga, they even still cut some stuff that was in the manga like out. That's not in this game like you don't do like anything with like snake way like like goku runs to down snake way to like go meet king kai but that just like doesn't really happen in the game like it just cuts to you know piccolo training gohan and you do a lot of that stuff
3: because that was like they probably make you like actually run it and it's like too much of a long linear path that people get bored
0: yeah maybe it's just weird, because like they stuck so close to the manga, so I understand why they didn't have filler, but they also just straight-up cut certain stuff out, and it just skips around. Other than that, though, like the gameplay itself is solid, the combat's fun, leveling up characters is a lot of fun. So, it's it's still a fun time, it just has some weird skips and content during the main story. But you get a lot of cool sub-story stuff to make up for it. You can fish, and Goku shakes his tail. It's weird, but, you know that's how you fish you shake your ass and a fish will come and bite
1: the slow bro method or the slow poke method excuse me
0: no the, the fishing fishing and stuff like that is fun though in this game just like
3: what a thought stuff, fish a dragon ball game
1: we've reached
0: it's an rpg you have to fish
1: we've reached it's the true. end uh over three hours into this podcast
0: not quite the end. We still have, like, one last thing yes, to do. But let's talk about the I, last game. Well, that's this. what I
1: meant. We're on the last game. Uh, Dragon Ball The Breakers, released for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch in 2022. Developed by Dimps and published by Bandai Namco. Asymmetrical action game similar to Dead by Daylight taking place Oops. in the same universe as the Dragon Ball Xenoverse games with some crossover content available between The Breakers and Xenoverse 2. It's all
2: According factual. According to the...
1: According to the community this game is like dead already.
2: Um I stopped playing it after season 1, so I wouldn't know. It was oh, already so, so hard to... It was already it's... so hard to match make um, during the early early parts of the game. Um and then like completing your uh uh, daily and weekly challenges—they kind of messed that up after a certain point. Um, I, I just stopped caring. I mean, the content looks looked cool for season two and three uh, because they added stuff like uh, the Ginyu Force and um, uh, Vegeta. Uh, were that in, is cool. In those, uh, Vegeta was in like uh, season two, and I think Ginyu Force was season three, but like i just it's
0: yeah so if you don't know it's like you play as deliberately like super weak characters and it's in order to like make this dead by daylight style gameplay and then the one character is like an actual like character who's known to be strong in the
3: series trying to like hunt them down but yeah. th- this is the greatest game ever because you can play farmer with shotgun that is true mm. I did you can unlock play as a
0: farmer with a shotgun. I
2: did unlock farmer, the farmer skin. So, it what is, what is Budokai Budokai Tenkaichi Three got on that? Can I play isn't as this? Farmer? Also,
0: like, isn't this also like the only game where you can play a cell's larval form? It is,
2: yeah, it's, yeah. So,
0: so I mean, if that's if that's up your alley. There you go.
2: I, I was running around as a larval
3: cell in many a match. The the only character where his first form isn't a transformation is when you get stuck as a uh, uh, no.
2: So when they started a- adding more of the like the progressive seasons, more of the characters uh, start off as uh, like other characters and then transform uh, into later characters.
3: What is does
2: like interesting. does Vegeta have like that
0: version? yeah it's like that okay interesting uh did we have anything else to say about Dragon Ball the Breakers uh,
3: um nope. no because it, it smells okay. is the, isn't it using so, the Xenoverse engine
2: it is the Xenoverse engine yeah
0: correct. it's an it's an update it's an updated Xenoverse engine where's Xenoverse 3 I mean honestly when they get to Xenoverse 3 I hope they use the graphical or s- assets of the Breakers because the Breakers looks really nice.
2: It does. I even played it so, on the Switch and it, it like looks the sha- really like good. the sh-
0: the shaders, the color saturation, like everything doesn't look like it's just like glossy like Xenoverse has. And it looks a lot.
2: They have the models for semi perfect cell and second and third form Frieza already, yeah. so you can't tell me they can't give us that.
0: Yeah, they do. Not. Yep. So uh, that was all of the Dragon Ball games that were released in North America. Thank you, Jack, for uh, listing those off. for Thank us. you for
1: giving me something to say. So,
0: yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: before,
0: all, no all problem. two
2: games that you played
0: before. Uh, before we <laughs> close up, maybe later. We've got one last. We've got one last question, and then we'll do our normal wrap up. And that is just, what are your favorite games in the Dragon Ball franchise? You can list up to five. You can list as few as one, if that's all you really want to say. Go.
1: Dokkan Battle.
2: Dokkan
0: Battle.
1: I said Landon's answer for him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I know Landon's going to have more than just Dokkan Battle, but Dokkan Battle.
2: It's one for Jack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Probably Fighters... Uh. Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Budokai 2. Uh. Fucking. Xenoverse 1, just because I never played 2. And. I guess Budokai 1. Nah, I'll say Budokai. I'll, I'll say Tenkaichi 2 as well. But, okay. Yeah.
0: Uh. My. So. Because I played so many games. this podcast it's kind of tough to narrow it down to five but I'm gonna try my best so my number one is obviously Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 that's never not gonna be my number one favorite Dragon Ball game I've spent 700 hours on that game 10 out of 10 give me Xenoverse 3 already god damn it Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot I do despite my little criticism about it I do still really love the game it's polished it's a lot of fun just have just have had a really good time with it uh dragon ball fighters because it's super solid gameplay story presentation is really good dragon ball fusions that game is just fun as hell super underrated really good gameplay nice alternate universe story with you know a bunch of cool you know special unique things that you really can't get in any other game the last game is such a hard choice though attack of the saiyans gonna give it attack of the saiyans attack 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 of the the Saiyans. saiyans Dragon Ball Z: Attack of the Saiyans is my top, is my last one because that game's just so good. I really wish they could have made it in a follow-up. If I had to give like one honorable mention, it'd probably be Budokai 2, though. But yeah, that's that's me. Uh, uh, Justin, what about your top five? Up to five. Uh, I don't have to say five.
3: Probably Tenkaichi Three, Budokai Three, um, Fusions. F- let's see. Fighters and oh, probably universe 2 Yeah, it's, it's a
0: pretty good set of five. All right, Landon, tell us why all of our answers are wrong, except for when Jack said Dokon Battle, and tell us what yours are.
2: Ultimate Battle twenty two, GT transformation, <laughs> uh, evolution, Four Connect, and you know what, Budokai Tenkaichi <laughs> three. Wow. Did I none of those
0: so the funny thing is is like not all of those were even bad games. It's just none of those are ones that you would pick.
2: Did I do well? Did I did I ace the assignment of games I would never want to play?
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: No. Um games I really like. Uh let's go. Yeah, Attack of the Sands.
0: Duh. Excellent. True classic. True, True
2: motherfucking classic. Jack, you better play this game. Uh, you should. You should. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number two. Number two. Number two, baby. Uh, let's go. Yeah, Budokai Tenkaichi two. Um, let's go Budokai two because I love that board game nonsense. Um, you can have Kakarot and uh, you can throw in Dokkan battle if you if you really want. I don't know. No one's if ever you heard didn't put.
0: If you didn't put Dokon Battle, what would you put instead?
2: Uh, probably, maybe Advanced Adventure. Like that's a good pick too. Right, that one's fun. Um, I like me a little bit of OG Dragon Ball content. Um, yeah. Not enough of it. Oh, uh, sorry. Fusions. Fusions is up Fusions. there. Take up. Uh, what's What's one of the games I hate that I put on the list? Uh, probably Fusions over Kakarot. Kakarot's fun. I, th- I, I was
0: gonna Fusions. say. I think that. That, that's a more Landon pick, yeah. I think. There you go. But yeah, no. Jack, you actually really would like Attack of the Seance based on the content. Okay. So.
1: Keep that in yeah. mind.
0: Uh, that's all we have for the Dragon Ball podcast, but we got to catch up. It actually has been quite some time since our last podcast episode. Almost a month. Almost Damn. a month. So, yeah. I August realize. 10th
2: is when we recorded number 12. It is September 4th,
0: so... Yeah. So, how's everybody been? Anybody have some cool stories to share? What you've been up to?
1: Uh, it has. I went
2: to Vegas in the you meantime. Went...
1: How so was that?
0: planet did go to Vegas. I'll get to that. You go first. Oh, okay. I'm busy
1: making me go first.
0: <laughs> he's, busy play... he's busy playing. He's busy playing
2: Duel
0: What?
1: Bitch. I can't hear you
0: over the Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs>
0: this man is so dedicated to Dragon Ball. He's playing Dragon Ball during the closing segment.
1: he's a man that knows what he wants um honestly guys
2: shooting beams at each other
1: (laughs) honestly the past couple weeks have been kind of quiet for me in terms of things that have been going on this past or this well when is this one going up like next week
0: uh it'll be on the 15th when it comes up okay
1: um 10 days we're recording this on labor day uh And I went to a couple of local shows that some of my friends put on uh, over the weekend. And both of them were pretty sick, uh, especially the one on Sunday. Uh, My girlfriend and I finished watching Breaking Bad uh, a little while ago, which I still love. And she also loved. Uh, She started showing me Jujutsu Kaisen recently. Uh, and I have been enjoying it. Oh, We're like halfway through. fun. Yeah.
2: Um, who's your favorite character?
1: Oh, fuck. Uh. I'm, I'm bad with names. Hold on. I'm gonna have to pull up Des- the. Describe him. The guy describe that's, them. the blindfolded guy.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Goro. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Everyone loves Goro, but yeah. that's fine. But also that's the, amazing. the
1: fucking shit i'm going to need to pull up the list of uh yeah do it characters i'm i I'm take it i take it you've seen it
2: i have not seen it i i've been reading it oh, okay yeah um so i think i've seen everything... like i've read everything that has been in season 1 mm-hmm. um and then i i haven't read everything that has been featured in season 2 uh but i have I like, uh... Good
1: knowledge. I like, yep. Na- I like Nanami a lot, too. Uh, Who's great. Who, who just got introduced in a couple episodes ago, and he's very much a no-nonsense bad yep. bitch. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's good so far. I'm enjoying it. Uh, aside from that, uh... I don't know. Not, not really too much going on. Hanging out with my girlfriend. It's been going good. Uh... Just working mostly outside of that.
2: Twerking for the weekend.
1: We just started uh, Spookfest preseason, although I guess by the time this goes up, it'll probably, (laughs) the Walking Dead stream will have finished. Uh, We have
2: finished the (laughs) the Spookfest preseason. That's probably going to end.
1: Well, I mean, uh, I I have plans for what to do. I have plans for what the next preseason game will be. That's true, he does. So...
0: The next, the next preseason game is actually our watch of Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby.
1: I do, get fully spooked. I do want to watch more horror movies this year uh, for Spookfest, because we only had time to do one last year, and that bummed me out that we couldn't do more. So, we got to get... let
2: see what time we have this year.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Cloud?
0: Um i'm not i don't really think even though it's been like a good few weeks that i've been up to anything really new like i did mention in the last podcast that i started getting back to like playing magic the gathering with my friends mostly on a weekly basis but you know sometimes taking a break every now and then um just been a lot of work because like i even picked up some overtime this past week because one of my coworkers unfortunately they had to take a leave which was perfectly understandable it was a health related thing not my business to know full details not my business to share with people but it was valid so like you know i picked up a few extra hours the other day to you know give a helping hand so the paycheck's gonna look a little nice um i started getting back to playing pokemon on the side just kind of like when i don't have anything better to do so uh especially after we did our game collection podcast or not podcast patreon exclusive video it made me want to start playing some uh fire and leaf green to continue my shiny dunsparce hunt which is still not going well but i did start getting back to pokemon go and i ended up getting a shiny in that the other day so that was cool uh am i really doing anything else all that new no my girlfriend and i have been like re-watching a bunch of like old tv shows that Just or you know, good, good cartoons like King of the Hill. uh, You know, more Futurama. Been watching the new season of Futurama. That's pretty good, actually. It's real. Actually, the new season of Futurama is pretty solid. Uh, And then I, I think I jumped back in and rewat and watched a little bit more Dragon Ball Z Kai and made it to uh, when um, when Cell appears. Yeah. And Piccolo fuses with Kami and confronts him but uh nothing really too new I mean I've just been kind of doing a lot more of the same old and just kind of getting back to some of the stuff that I've been doing but yeah that's, what, that's all with me Justin what's new with you isn't there a, a new armored core game or something you've been playing
3: oh yeah the game that uh causes everybody to pussy out and download some kind of Easy mode mod because they're bitches. Is
0: that what people are doing? I've heard.
1: Yeah. It's funny because I've smart. heard that. I've heard people say that the game is too easy.
0: Because I, I mean, I've I've heard I've heard closer to what Justin said than to what Jack has said. But I've heard that for the most part, people are pretty happy with the difficulty medium. But I mean, it is it is from software and is. Did they even make any of the previous Armored Core games? or are they just? They all in? No, the Core that's, Core they made
1: all of them. Games.
0: It's like oh, wow. one of that their was, franchises. That was like
1: one of their original franchises Originals. before the Souls, Souls games.
0: When was it, When did Armored Core 5 come out?
3: Uh, like
0: A long time ago.
3: When the 360 did I don't remember.
0: Okay, so it's probably a lot of people not realizing that Armored Core, like myself, not realizing Armored Core is a From Software series, and they jump into something else from them, and they're like, oh shit. It's like... Yeah, it's a from a software well, game. What why, did you expect? why do you
3: think for years I've been very disgruntled with them because they keep making Souls games and pretend Armored Core doesn't exist. Armored Core Five, oh, well, are you? Are you? Armored Core
1: it. Five came out in twenty twelve.
0: Oh wow, that's like right around when they started like moving more towards Dark Souls. Like Demon Souls was two thousand nine. Dark Souls one was
1: twenty eleven. I think.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So this is like when they transitioned to more Soulsborne shit. So. Yeah. Uh, Anything else new besides Armored Core 6, though?
3: Uh, How are you liking Armored Core 6? No, I'm not somebody who does a lot of new things.
1: You got your room remodeled, from what I understand.
3: You
0: did. Yes. Yeah, in fact, we actually waited and pushed this podcast off a little bit because we wanted to have you on as an extra person to talk about the games with us because it would kind of be weird to have dragon ball podcast without you and we were like you mentioned that you had to uh sit in a different you had to move to a different room because they were redoing yours and then you moved back in so how is it compared to uh what it was before
3: uh i mean there's now more walking room because everything that's kind of wasn't needed has been pushed out and either put that's good storage or thrown away completely
0: I assume it's been, like, dusted, too, so, like, everything's a lot more clean, too.
3: Oh, yeah, but most of that dust is coming off the fucking carpet that we find as well. Ooh, that, well, that's good. Like, you're the only one that's ever been... It's nice, though. you're the only one that's ever been in my room, so you've probably seen that godforsaken thing. It was it was
0: dusty as shit. Like, the whole room was dusty as shit, but it was mostly, like, a bookshelf and that carpet. It was, like, the worst offenders.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I've gotten rid of it all.
0: That's nice. At least your room is nice and tidy and freshened up. So that's that's always good.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Landon, what's new with you?
3: What? Well, uh,
1: Tell us about your Vegas what? trip.
2: Yeah, the I, Vegas trip. I went to Vegas and it was so hot out that I stayed inside in the air conditioning after <laughs> I, I was allowed to. Um, no, it was. I we have fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anything else? Um, I, I, I played a little bit of Sonic Superstars on the Vegas
3: oh. trip.
4: Ooh. All right.
0: Well, you don't have to share that with us because we don't need Wink. Sega ninjas jumping in and being like, oh, "I like, didn't have to sign anything."
2: Speak. I didn't sign anything, so I don't know. They didn't tell me I couldn't talk about it. There's usually, no they, like idea. one. Yeah, they usually want they like let us do things so we can talk about it then tell us um, how it was stick out that you liked it was the switch version because nintendo was actually the 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 host of that specific oh. uh, part that makes sense um because it like we were at like an expo gotcha and uh at the nintendo booth they had it um we were playing multiplayer so it was four player there, um,
0: who did you I, get to play as?
2: I was playing as Amy because uh, okay. I was I was the last to join, so I just I just got to play as Amy. Um, it was fun. Um, it is as chaotic as you'd think it'd be uh, a Sonic game with four people um, all trying to move fast. Um, although we did have a lot of fun with the special stage because it was like. Uh, Sonic One-esque special stage where it's the the moving bits and shit, Um, but with the rotating screen, yeah, with four people it actually played pretty fine. Um, Oh, that's cool. That so I was I was actually surprised at that. Um, So I am excited for the game's uh, full release, Um, and I will buy the Switch version because it's all I
0: play. And we will all be playing it together because it has online. I think right. Oh wait, no. Mario Wonder is the one.
2: Mario Wonder does
0: it have should. online. But... Mario Wonder does, and we absolutely are playing that one.
2: Yeah. Um, anyway, I uh, played through all of Pikmin 4. Um, I had like started Pikmin 4 at the very beginning of uh, the last podcast, and I played through it all, uh, mostly thanks to the Las Vegas trip. And fucking love that game. Fantastic. Go buy it right now. Leave your leave your homes and apartments and just go buy the game. I don't care what time it is that you're listening to this, do it. Um
0: Go to your twenty four hour game store and go pick up a copy.
2: Exactly. Like Walmart? Done. Um
0: My Walmart actually isn't twenty four hours. Oh, fuck. None of mine are.
2: Fuck. What am I supposed to do then? What if I want my Pikmin four at uh, ten thirty
0: at night? Uh well we are open till eleven so as long as you get there before eleven you're good
2: all right I'm going now
0: <laughs>
2: um no so I did that um love that game uh started advanced wars one plus two reboot camp um most of the way through I'm actually uh I didn't f- i am in the middle of the uh the final mission for the first game um I would have played that tonight but I had to do this instead. Thank you. Thanks. Super cool. Um, So that's, I think, mostly it. for. I did go back to uh, the Tears of the Kingdom for a hot sick and played a little bit of that. Um, But then I was like, I should play Advance Wars. I haven't played that yet. Um, What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, we saw... um, uh, the Equalizer three on a Saturday night. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen either the other Equalizer game or games movies. No, nope. nope. uh, but it's just an action movie with Denzel Washington as like the main okay. guy. Uh, it was Sounds good. solid enough. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we both enjoyed it. I've, I've watched the first two and really enjoyed them. Uh, so when Kari uh, was like, "Let's go to the movies," I was like. Equalizers on, done. Let's go. Um, I think that's about like the main thing. Oh no, uh, we took a, one more. I thing. got one more thing. We took a silly trip to Seattle. Saw some some I don't know weirdo that was playing his uh, loop pedal and his strum machine. And Macklemore came out on stage, and I don't, I don't get it. Uh, But during (laughs) that, that, we went into the...
0: Oh, wait, you're talking about Ed Sheeran, right? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It took me a second. I was like, wait a minute.
2: Yeah. It was, I mean, it was actually... To talk about that for a half second, um, I don't know what it was, but I think right where we were at, Uh, it was, like, right where the bass, like, was in the whole mix, and that's all I could hear.
0: So everything for you was, like, bass boosted.
2: And it was very distorted, and it didn't sound sound great.
1: That sucks. Um,
2: So, like, anything where there was, like, some sort of, like, bass to it, it was not great. Um, but I mean, other than that, like, it was a perfectly fine show, uh eddie boy did a pretty decent job it was Macklemore like coming out and doing two songs was actually kind of fun um and then uh so yeah the the next day we went to uh the klondike gold rush museum uh the national historic uh like seattle unit um and then we went to the wing luke uh museum for um asian history that was awesome That was a fun stop in. And then we stopped at um, a wildlife refuge on our way back home and had a good time. So we got to do something that I cared about. Cool. Which was not seeing it true. All right. Yeah, that's about all I got
0: that's everything this episode has been super long landon is going to absolutely murder me after he has to do all of the editing for this for the audio for this but thank you everybody who's been able to join uh thank you to al who is watching this live thank you justin for joining us and thank you jack for helping with the emceeing we'll see you next time our next planned episode is going to be on the first generation of Pokemon games, Red, Blue, Yellow, because the anniversary is coming up for that. We'll see you then. Take care, and bye bye Bye!
2: Thank you for listening to the Gaming Stooges Talks podcast. If you enjoyed us, consider subscribing to our podcast RSS feed, or follow us on youtube.com slash and twitch.tv slash for more gaming content. If you'd like to chat with us, join our Discord. The link can be found in the episode description. We also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Your continued support means a lot to us. Not already one? Please take a look at what we have to offer anyone who becomes a patron at patreon.com slash stooges. See you next time!